time they pop the blast on us The black nerds, birds are rush, you turn that podcast up Friends from the UK with something to say, just talking about everything From the wonderful nerding world, the reviews they bring These words and blurs give you the word On the latest movies, animes, video games, and TV series Call your friends who don't know and tell them what they're missing Then sit back and relax and listen to Hello, Stevie. And welcome to episode 227 of Blurs Are Us. Um, today should be fairly quick for us because uh, I'm still bedridden, so I haven't actually been able to go to cinema and see any of the things that I wanted to go and see. But uh, there's plenty of stuff on Netflix, um, stuff that we're going to be catching up. We are going to be a few weeks behind for the next couple of weeks. Uh, I just saw that they dropped the second half of... Well, not the second half. They dropped... Um, Another set of new episodes for Shaman King, so I want to get onto that. Uh, Eden Zero got some new episodes dropped on Netflix. Uh, we finally, I want to say like six months later, got Titan season three on Netflix, so I need to dive into that. Uh, lost it. So again, there's going to be a bare things we're going to get into, but this week is going to be very swift, and we're going to be just giving you um, our review on the two amazing Spider-Man movies, uh, He-Man. And I'm going to continue giving you my thoughts on Wheel of Time. Um, Big T will hopefully join us before we wrap up because I know that he wants to give his opinions on Spider-Man, but uh, we'll have to wait and see when he turns up. Right. Um, how's everyone doing? What's What's been everyone been up to? Stevie? Uh, just continuing to have like a, a week of non-stop uh, budget setting and forecasting. It's just ridiculously busy all the time at the moment at work so hopefully it calms down christmas will come but yeah it's just i've just been like going from one day to another i did have had my booster jab um oh, you had your on tuesday okay yeah and yeah so I, I, I had a I had tuesday booked off as a sort of like a uh a, a bit of annual leave um because steph had the day off mm-hmm. so but I booked it ages ago and kind of forgot about it. And then I was like, fucking loads of stuff to do. And I was like, shit, I've got a holiday. Oh, well, I better make the most of it. Mm. And uh, I just popped into a pharmacy in town to, to get a prescription. And um, they're like a queue of people. And I was like, can I, can I get my booster? And they're like, yeah, let's just put your details in the system. And they're like, yep, in you, in you go. And there's like one person in front of me. So they gave me the jab. And the following day, I felt shit. No, so that may be why why the the, the the week has been so so tough. But um, yeah, I uh, I I just I took fuck loads of drugs on Wednesday. I don't know. Um, I don't know why I'm being so difficult about the booster because like I was so quick to get the jab, but that's obviously I wanted to go back to work. With the booster, yeah. I'm just like <sighs> I'm really taking the stuff, man. Why why have I got to, like now take a booster jab? So, yeah. Well, well, I had it basically I had a, a tough time on Wednesday, and then Thursday, I was like, "Please let me like feel better," and and I did like feel a whole lot better. Like I only had some painkillers in the morning, um, 
right at, like very early in the morning shortly after i got up and then the rest of the day was fine but my arm still aches like fuck oh, so it feels like i've got like a arnold schwarzenegger arm you know like mm. it's like it feels all kind of swollen huge but it isn't but it just that's how it feels mm. um so yeah no I, I think it's if it only knocks you out for a day or makes you feel a bit of shit for a day i mean go get it no no you're probably in the best position to get like the booster right now aren't you yeah i probably should go get a booster if you, if you can because you're just sitting around playing computer games <laughs> but they might be like oh no you're 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 crippled so you you've got to recover first yeah i guess i, I don't guess know i got no reason they might, just, they might just pick on you mm. all right Martin, what, what, what you been like just how's life uh life is the same old i mean can't complain mm. work going well learn some learn some new things um Today went to the park um, with one of our um, ex teammates, um, just doing some American football drills. Nothing with a ball, just all footwork and then some fitness at the end. Um, oh, nice. feel, feel pretty nice. good. Um, so yeah, I just got to keep going until um, until the I guess first training session back at where the team I join. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, over this week I've been trying to catch up on my anime. Um, not a lot well i'm sure there's a lot out there to catch up on um, there's definitely a lot on stuff on netflix now to watch um yeah i'm surprised it's an old tv series so it's gonna be long to catch up to them like lost in space or something i want to catch up on yeah um, do you know the only thing, type, about, um, do you know the thing about stuff like lost in space yet it's been so long since season two happened so i don't actually remember what other than the um black girl finding her father's spaceship yeah, and then I think I want to say the little boy got sent to the aliens place. Mm-hmm. I don't remember mm-hmm. what happened. I'm, I guess that's probably the most. That's what I really need to remember, to be honest. But from the trailer, I it looks like there's been like a time skip. Yeah, I had to watch season one and two from the beginning again. Oh, you've got um, too much time on your hands if you're gonna do that. I mean, it's not too much time, but what else am I gonna do after work? Fair enough. Yeah, so at the end I still have to catch up on um uh what's it called? My Hero Academia too. I'm still mm. on season five, episode five, I think. So and we've we've got a Witcher coming up as well. Like I wanna oh, say wait, December seventeenth. Actually some more episode twenty four for My Hero Academia now. But anyway, yeah, yeah. Um a lot of stuff to catch up on. I've also been watching Platinum End. Um, I'm nice. on Platinum End episode 10 now. Well, actually, I've finished episode 10. Um, World's Best Assassin episode 10. Or World's Best Assassin Reincarnated in Another World episode 10. Um, Kobe Can't Communicate episode 10. Shaman King episode 35. Nice. Uh, Kyo Senki episode 10. Bash the Heroes Party episode 10. So little mm. by little, I'm catching up on stuff that I've... Yeah. Let, let me let me let me let me let me let me just piggyback off your um anime section uh real mm. quick uh i i hadn't watched anime in a while so i just recently just caught up on um jobless reincarnation mm. i when i tell you yeah like the feels as well. yeah. on that last episode yeah oh my days i nearly lost my shit it, it was just it, that sense of dread yeah it, what, what, what was his name the dragon the dragon born wherever it was freaking Oregon or, or, or like that yeah. I, it, it was hype oh my days and then um i finished the rewatch of the demon slayer movie and mm-hmm. i started episode one of the entertainment district um mm-hmm. i'll maybe got like 20 minutes in so 
you know, between now and next episode, I'll probably try and get all my anime up to date, all the anime, um, and then, you know, catch up on some of the other stuff on Netflix. But mm-hmm. yeah, man. The, do you know what? Yeah. As much as I'm loving, um, the Assassin's one, which I haven't watched in a while, none has really like gripped me as much as last season. I think last season we had Redo Healer and like literally I just couldn't wait for the next episode of Redo Healer. There's, mm. there's, there's nothing out there at this moment in time that's like I'm, I'm, I'm fiending for, which is a bit of a shame, but you know, we should hopefully get, um, a new season from what January. I want to say as we start getting new anime again. Yeah. Yeah. I think January or February is when, yeah. um, it, it, we're getting a new bit of anime. I, I know I should know this, but it's January and February where we're getting the new Bleach. Oh, that I've been keeping up to tough. I've been paying close attention to that one, so I, I can't tell you. Listen, when that comes yeah. out, I am going to be watching that one week to week. Like literally, the moment it hits, like one AM in Japan, when it or whenever it gets released in Japan, and whatever time it is over mm-hmm. here, I am going to be watching that shit, man. I cannot wait. Yeah, yeah. same here, same here. Um, in saying that though, I'm still really enjoying Comey uh, Can't Communicate because um, it's just such a cute um, anime. It's a change of pace of what I usually watch. Usually I watch a lot of um, mecha, sci-fi, action-adventure, um, fantasy-type ones. Yeah. But this is a, a nice slice of life uh, school one. So it's just a different element to it. And Comey is like, so damn cute at times. Mm. Um, and what she... Like just her... her um, I guess expressions and you know the way she goes about doing stuff. Um, so yeah, I'm really enjoying that. Um, and yeah, I mean, I also got my PlayStation Five finally. Jeez, PlayStation uh, Five game. Yeah. Uh, so I ordered it. So funny enough, I had a friend who um, goes on. Uh, well, uh, he goes. He recommended me a site to uh, sort of subscribe to it for like that. It tells me when. Um, the latest drops off when the latest uh, shipment is mm. um, and literally he sent me a link over the weekend I was able to get it as in last week weekend I was able to get it and then on Monday um, he sent me a code he sent me two codes tried mm. the first code didn't work tried the second code it worked it was, on, it was the PlayStation Direct code nice. and I was in a queue literally um, well the waiting time must have been something like uh 10 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes. Yeah. And then I was on I was on the site. On the site, you only have about 10 minutes or something like that to place your order and whatever before um, before it closes. Mm. So I did everything, bish, bash, bosh, quick time, um, pay for it, everything like that. Got it for £450. Pounds, oh, that's um, a bargain. Wait, what? Is that the disc, that's cheap. This version? That's the disc version, yeah. This version is for oh, 450 That's the not bad. digital version is cheaper. I think the digital version is either 400 or 350 pounds. I can't remember. Something you know what, yeah? That well, price... That... But they're going for like six or 700 quid, aren't because, they? Because, because of the scalpers and things like that. That's why it's going for so much. Oh, but no. directly from PlayStation, from PlayStation Direct, it should only be 450 pounds, the actual retail price. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's why. I mean, yeah, that's uh, because of scalpers and uh, people <laughs> selling it. That's why it's going for so much more. Um, but I'm so happy with it. So it came the next day. So nice. me working for home Monday, cool. I'll place the order. I was expecting it to come the next day. It came the next day. I was like, are you uh, serious? People have been you know, waiting for months. Wow. I cannot justify. I've waiting months and I got the next day. So happy. I still, at this moment in time, cannot justify the spend on a new console. Like even, mm. even though I'm saying like 400 pounds is a bargain, yeah. And 450 pounds is a bargain yeah like right now i still cannot justify that um but i'm i'm i'm, I'm hoping 
because I've always kind of said that once me and Dell get our play share, that'll be like the treat to myself to get both yeah. the next gen consoles and I have my yeah. little, nice little gaming room set up. Um, so is it is it like significantly better? Hundred percent. Like, I yeah, I I I think so. I think so. So. <clears throat> Uh, for example, I've been playing what well, I've been playing the, the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Um, I've been playing Outriders. Um, and for specifically from Outriders, I can see a change in the way the game plays. I mean, gameplay is all the same, but everything is so much more smoother. Uh, when I rotate the camera, is smooth. When I'm fighting the is smooth. It feel, it just feels. What about loading times? Loaded. I mean, there are no loading times. <laughs> wow. Legit, wow. Legit. What is what is it's a loading time? Yeah. So crazy. I was, playing, I was playing um Infamous Second Son. Finally, I mean, I've played that game ever, and I was a big fan of the Infamous, um, the original Infamous game, and the second one that came out um years ago on PS3. So I was thinking, do you know what? I need some games to, play on the, to get on the PS5. I think that game was free or something like that. So, I, so when I got it, I was thinking to myself, this game is actually pretty cool. I mean, it downloaded super quick. Um, and when you start the game, it just goes straight into it. So you wait a little bit. I mean, I think when I started the game, right, I went to uh, get myself some tea or something like that, expecting to be on the loading screen. When I came back, my character was already... Um, was already out and about on the streets just wait for me for my commands to then play the game so super quick absolutely amazing um even playing yeah even playing mass effects which is uh uh the ps4 game the legendary edition is the one for the ps4 um the loaded times are super quick as well um and i could tell because on the elevators for example um i know obviously they made improvement to the games right but when you're on any sort of elevator that in itself is a load of the screen. Um, but I'm able to, you know, go into it quickly. The, 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 there's a very, very quick cutscene where I'm, you know, waiting for the escalator to go up or down the web or elevator to go up or down, what have you. Mm-hmm. And I'm able to just play the game super smoothly with, with hardly any star. Um, actually, there is, there is zero star. Um, there are a few bugs in the game, which is fine. Um, the bugs aren't game breaking at all and they correct themselves within a couple of seconds. So that's absolutely fine. Mm. Um, but yeah, the PS5 is a great, is a really good machine. Yeah, um, I cannot wait to get a PS5. Honestly, honestly, right off the bat, the I can see the difference in quality of uh, of the game. So I need a 4K TV now or something to complement. Jeez, 4K TV, yeah. Just a bigger TV, or just a bigger TV, really. Just go to charity shop and get a TV. Bro, for like I've, pounds, I've had my same 32 inch TV since my second year at Kingston. So my TV is like eight years old. Like, literally, honestly, I cannot wait to have a house and I'm going to get like, a 50-inch TV. Remember mm-hmm. my boy, like, my friend and my boy were jousting and they broke the TV. The, yeah. the replacement TV was around about 500 quid. Mm-hmm. And that's 4K. That's 4K. And then... That's a fifty-five inch screen. So, so you got you got all inch. Oh my lord! I I would die for a fifty-five inch TV right now, man. It is pretty nice, oh. especially with the um the soundbar that goes with it. Uh, it is. It makes like watching movies real nice. Good, 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 good. Um, yeah, and that's been done. I mean, the PS Five is also is a great machine. I mean, I wasn't expecting much because mm. you know it's just yeah, I don't like to get my hopes up about new technology and stuff like that. But I must say, I'm actually impressed with the PS5. Um, 
Dreyfel says that it's taken me a little while to get used to the UI because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm so used to the PS4, how the PS4 operates. Yeah. Moving to a PS5, I have, to, I have to remember certain things like a long press of the of the uh, PlayStation button, for example, doesn't bring up the menu. It actually it actually takes you into the um, home screen of the PlayStation Five. Um, whereas if I tap it, then I get a menu that allows me to you know change things quickly, like say sound ch- um, change by online status, turn the PS Five on and off, that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, it's a great machine, super quiet. Um, bit big, but that's fine. I don't mind the size of the PlayStation Five at all. Um, so yeah, I I recommend the machine. Wait, yeah, um, yeah. Other than that, that's 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 me done. I've just uh, yeah, been chilling. Otherwise, alright, cool. Well, I'm just gonna remind anyone that might be listening for the very first time that we at Blurs or Us have a very unique rating system. If we think something is absolutely dead, it gets bones. Then it's quarter chicken, half chicken, three piece. And for the creme de la creme, it gets a whole chicken. Uh, I'm uh, caught up on Wheel of Time, uh, episode five and six. Uh, am I the only one watching this? I think you are. I've, I've really, I haven't seen it since the first episode. Oh. I think I've seen the first three episodes. Um, and, and I haven't just haven't had time to watch the rest of them. So I, uh, you ca- ca- catch up and it's, it, it's starting to get spicy. Is it, is it getting good? Yeah. It's starting to get, it's still a slow burn. But I mean, I mean, I was enjoying it to, to be honest with you. I was, yeah. I was quite enjoying the 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 way that they were introducing the world and and kind of building it. Mm. No, I, I think they I, did a pre- done a pretty good job so far. Yeah, and I, I still think they, I still think they are doing a very good job. I'll, I'll give it a very solid free piece right now. Um, but like the story, the story is ramping up a little bit. Like you're getting to see more of the characters. You're starting to see like. Again, I don't want to get into those ways, but you're starting to them. I wouldn't say necessarily evolve, but they're starting to like grow in themselves, if that makes sense. Um, so I'm really, I'm really liking that. Um, and I, again, I just can't wait for it to continue. And we get like, I hope, thankfully, with Amazon, I don't think they cancel their shows. So, you know, if it's meant to be five seasons, hopefully we'll get all five seasons. Whereas, you know, if it's a Netflix show, again, you, you do, you do not know what's going to happen with that. Um, I'm going to try, I'm going to, I'm going to do a little bit of delay tactics here and try to wait for tea. So I'm going to go cover some of the news topics. We ain't covered news in a long while, but that's because I was doing my finals, which, you know, for the most part, I am still learning, but the hard graft is over. All right, so nice. there's a rumor that Gina Carano is rumored to return to season four of The Mandalorian. Yep. Hmm. Um, what I feel fine about it. I'm, I'm actually okay with it. I, I mean, yeah, she's she's obviously um, annoying to some people online. Um, obviously, she has her own views and stuff like that. But for the most part, I enjoy Gina on. Um, on uh Mandalorian, so yeah, I think it'll be great to have her back. Um, I think, I think for some, obviously for some people, when um someone speaks out of turn or something like that, or says something, um, I guess offensive to them, people will just cancel them and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not uh, really it for me. Just it depends on the level of you know, I guess. Absurdity, absurdity that the person's done. If it's something that's you know, I right, fed off they messed up here or whatever, mm. 
I mean, if if it's a serious one, then yeah, cool. I could I could support that. But if it's like you know, being a kiddie fiddler or whatever, but if it's something that's minor and and you know doesn't doesn't need much outrage, then chill. Mm. Um, that's that's how I see it anyway. So yeah, I mean, I'm like I said, I'm I'm happy that I'm happy for her to come back to the show. Um, it's a great show. Um, she's sort of made that character so for me anyway it would be a bit alien if the if she's no longer there so bring mm. on that's fair enough and in talking about Netflix cancelling shows Cowboy Beagle has been cancelled after one season yeah, yeah. I mean that's, that's uh, I don't know what to think ah. about that do you know what yeah like the show was actually better than I expected I think I gave you a free piece I think um mm. it wasn't bad like it wasn't perfect but I think for a westernized you know show based on anime i think they did a really good job and even though i didn't like the character the way ed was portrayed at the end i was looking forward to see what adventures that they would go through in season two and yeah. I, I i feel bad for like the actors and stuff because like you know they 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 were on job in it like i think they portrayed the characters as best as they could be could do for yeah. the script the script that they were given um yeah, it's, it's a bit of a shame, it man. A show at all. It wasn't a bad show at all. But, you know, it's, it's it's Netflix. It's the curse of Netflix. They just raise your hopes up and then dash them when they decide to cancel yeah. your shows. Yeah. I, I, like I said, I, I do hope some of the other stuff that Netflix is putting out there is still going to get uh, multiple seasons and stuff because some of the shows that... Are, they, again, with Netflix, yeah, we don't get to see their numbers, in it, So we don't know how well a show does or how well mm. it's been perceived, in it. Like, honestly, I listen to, well, I'm, I'm kind of behind on other sh- podcasts I listen to you, but for the most part, um, a lot of the different pop culture podcasts that I listen to, you know, they will, they will say whether, you know, they like South Africa or not. And from what I saw, I've seen so far online, most people didn't mind it. Like, it wasn't like people didn't poo poo on it. It was just more of like, yeah, it was all right. Hmm. Yeah. So it's a shame. It's a shame. It's a shame. Big uh, shame. I was I, I was actually really looking forward to seeing what they would do then with the with the second season. Mm, so was I, because <clears throat> they because they they kind of like played around and messed around with the storyline compared to the 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 anime. Yeah, where they kind of they they followed his his kind of back backstory. Um, what's his name? Um, I'm I'm shit with remembering names, Fine. but like. Spike, yeah, they they followed his backstory and and uh, you know like his um his his brother in inverted commas and all that kind of shit. Um, whereas in the anime, they kind of like they introduce the all the characters way before they get into his backstory. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, so yeah, that's a big shame. Big shame. Mm, yeah. Uh, in gaming news, has did uh, let me try that one again. In gaming news, did you guys manage to watch the trailer for Sonic 2? Yes, I did. But that's a movie, though, isn't it? So mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm talking about the movie, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, Um, I did. Uh, I, um, you know, I'm a massive, again, I'm a massive uh, Sonic the Hedgehog uh, fan. So um, I think Idris, Idris Elba's um, voice acting for Knuckles, it sounded pretty good, actually. I, I um, completely, completely forgot that was Idris Elba, you know. Oh really? Oh man, I want to go he watch that again. He sounded pretty badass, didn't he? Yeah, he, he pretty did. Fucking he, did. Angry. he did. He sounded he did. sick. 
And you know like the funny thing? The funny gone. thing is, yeah, I was watching the trailer and I was like, I'd forgotten that they already announced Knuckles was gonna be in it. So as I was watching the trailer, I was like, oh, I bet Knuckles is gonna be in this movie. Like I was like, and then when they showed Knuckles, I was like, oh yeah, they already announced him. Yeah. And I completely forgot it was gonna be voiced by Idris Elba. So again, I'm gonna have to go back and um, watch that trailer again and just listen to yeah. Knuckles and see if I can hear it just in there because the fact that I didn't know it's the first time round. But then that might just be because I was just so hyped to see Knuckles, even mm-hmm. though my, my favorite character from Sonic is uh, is Tails. So I was. Yeah. What's the actual storyline behind Knuckles? So Knuckles is a protector of the Master Emerald, mm-hmm. um, which is one of the emeralds. Actually, it's the only emerald we saw in this one. I mean, I'm I'm saying it's the Master Emerald, judged by how big it was. Yeah, the green, the uh, green one. Green one, yeah. So. That's that's literally his story. He has been tasked by his people to guard the um, to guard the Master Emerald, um, which controls all chaos. Mm. Um, yeah, so I reckon in the movie after this, we might get the seven Chaos Emeralds and see Supersonic or, or something. Yeah, that um, that would be cool. Really it, like, so yeah. in 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 the first one, um, is it the inch- Inchidnas? Echidna. Echidnas. They yeah. were chasing Sonic in the beginning of the first movie. Yeah. yeah. So it'll be interesting to find yeah. out why they were chasing Sonic and whether Knuckles has that connection with that clan of Echidnas. Yeah. Uh, do you think we're going to see a bit of a, a like a, a, a darker side to Sonic, maybe that like he's done something pretty bad? No. Nah, he's, nah, he's so happy go lucky all the it, time. It, and... it made it seem like they were tr- they were going after Sonic for his speed and his his powers. Oh, okay, so, okay. Because yeah. yeah. basically, Sonic the Hedgehog is a child of chaos. So the reason why he's so fast is because of chaos energy, right? Mm-hmm. So I can see that's probably why they kind of were hard. Because, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's certainly the case in the comics. I can't remember that off the top of my head, but I think it's the case that because he's a child of chaos, um, the kiddos were basically trying to capture him. Mm-hmm. Um, why would uh, why would um, Knuckles have beef with with Sonic? Because he's probably for the same plan. And um, from the, from judging from the trailer, it looks like Eggman is saying that Sonic mm. wants the kill, wants the Master Emerald. Yeah, um, oh, for okay. reasons. And he's Knuckles is Knuckles. gullible like that, where he could, because he's so passionate about defending the, the Master Emerald, he will literally go after anyone who's who he deems a threat to. Yeah. Um, the safety of it, so I can see him being. That's why he gets duped by Eggman. Um, well, that that goes was after the, Sonic. That was the. Um, I'm here, by the way, now, guys. Yeah, we can hear you rummaging all the way through. Sorry, um, I was just gonna say that was the that was the plot of was it Sonic Three when when Knuckles came into it as the villain. Yeah, yeah. Eggman tricked him into thinking Sonic was after the Chaos Emerald or something. Yeah. And so um, Knuckles like teamed up with Eggman. So it seems like they're basically doing the same thing in this movie. Yeah, um, definitely. I also like. You know, the, um, sorry, go on. Thanks. I also like the character design of um, Knuckles. In fact, all three of them are, are on point. Um, mm. Tails, tails, you know, in his classic uh, yellow furry self with two tails. Um, the color on him looks good. Uh, the voice actor, um, although not the same one for. Um, Say Sonic Boom or even um, like, I guess Sonic Heroes or what else? Any more recent Sonic um, franchise? The voice on this on on, on Tails sounds good as well. 
um, you know, quite youngish, like like a young boy voice. Um, I think it's, they've done very very well. Um, the design of Knuckles as well is is looks good. Um, at first I was, I mean, I just wanted to see what Knuckles would look like because they could have gone down either the um, Sonic Boom um, Knuckles, where he's a bit taller. Um, he's got really beefy arms and stuff like that. I mean, that design is absolutely dead. Whereas with this one, it's similar to what we've seen in, say, Sonic X or the game Sonic Heroes. Um, you know, it's sad. But yeah, he looks absolutely amazing in this one. Um, Dr. Eggman with his moustache. Like, yeah, he's grown a fuller moustache now. I mean, I think... He it looks, looks awesome, doesn't it? Yeah, he does. And I actually like the fact he's not fat either. Um, not that there's wrong with that, but it's just the fact that it's just a different Eggman. And, you know, they haven't made a part yeah. of bodysuit to be fatty for that. And, you know, Jim Carrey just absolutely kills the role anyway. So I can't wait to see what else he does with this one. Uh, there's obviously more technology. Um, I I was actually joking around and saying that there's one song that wants to appear in um, in this movie, if anything, right? And that is the Escape from the City song from uh, Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. Mm. I would absolutely love to hear that song in the background somewhere. Um, but yeah. you, you, guys, um, you guys shared that um, clip of um, that Sonic Escape from the Sea, Sonic level. Yeah. And I've never, I, I've only ever played Sonic as a sort of like from the old Mega Drive um, oh, right. kind of days. So yeah. I've never ever played like Sonic in 3D. And I they did a bloody good job of that, didn't they? That, yeah. I thought I, yeah. It was actually really well done. I'd love to have seen like the whole map and be able to like, like whoever like planned that map yeah. must have had to try and sort of make it sort of like a, a seamless kind of map, but but incorporate going left and right and and you know yeah, and the, the camera angles and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah really, it's really clever. It's honestly a very good game. Um, one of the better Sonic games, to be fair. Sonic Sonic Adventure, Sonic Adventure Two. Um, I even say Sonic Heroes is in that in the category as well. Um, but yeah, absolutely awesome game. Um, I honestly think recommend that you get. Um, I think it's Sonic Generations that you can still get. I think it's also a new one. I think it's um oh the name escapes me, but um he's got seven basically alien friends that he ends up saving. I think they're the equivalent of uh, the Chaos Emeralds of that universe or whatever the case is of that game. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, maybe you should check out some gameplay if you don't want to get the game. And or actually, mm. no, definitely, no, definitely get the game. Play it for yourself, and you know, let's see uh, your take on it. But yeah, honestly, the trailer looks absolutely amazing with um, with what we've seen so far. And I was actually really excited for it, so I can't wait for it to get to cinemas. Nice. All right, T, do you want to hear us up with the comic book news, um, and then we'll go over to the Spider Man stuff? Uh, okay, comic book news. One sec. Um, yeah, so basically there was like a, um, some kind of convention or like streaming thing, like, like the, the fandom kind of thing in Brazil. Oh yeah. The Brazil uh, public one. Yeah. Do you know and, what? Um, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I always find it surprising that the Brazil comic con always gets stuff. Like I didn't realize the Brazil comic con was so like, I should know by now that the Brazil comic con is big because they always announce big things, but it still always surprises me. Does that make <laughs> sense? Yeah, it is a bit random. <laughs> I guess that's, that's them trying to get their South American audience. Yeah. 
I guess so. They've got to, yeah, they've got to reach out to every corner of the globe, man. Mm. I mean, I anime mean, has a big billions. following in South in South American mm. um, countries. So, I mean, I, I mean, if an anime isn't in Japanese or English, it's a hundred ten percent in Spanish. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they had. Um, I think Sony was part of this thing because Sony dropped a bunch of stuff uh, relating to Spider Man. So we got um, uh, a trailer for Across the Spider Verse, mm-hmm. uh, which is the sequel ah. to Into the Spider Verse. Yeah, I still, yeah. I still haven't watched the trailer yet, but um, I will at some point. I like, I like okay. it. You know, I like it because you can that. Um, you can tell that uh, Miles Morales and um, Spider Gwen have like a nice, uh, like best friend relationship. Mm. Um, yeah, I think it's pretty cool to see. Mm. The the trailer basically picks up where the movie left off. So Miles is lying in his bed, and then the portal opens up on the ceiling, mm-hmm. uh, and it's Gwen. And uh, Gwen comes through. They have a little like back and forth little conversation. Then uh, we also get to see. Um, so in this one, it looks like Miles is going to go into other, um, like parallel universes. So into the other Spider yeah. Spider Men's, uh, into their universe. Yeah. Uh, mm. We also see Spider Man twenty ninety nine, who again we saw in the yeah. credit scene of uh, Into the Spider Verse. Yeah, Miguel O'Hara. That's right. Yeah, and he uh, played by Oscar Isaacs. Oh, nice. Uh, it seems to be after Miles Morales um, in in the trailer, like he, he's chasing him down and having like a little fight. Uh, I think it's something to do in the post credit scene. It seemed like he was kind of kind of like the TVA of the Spider Verse. Do you know what I mean? He he was kind of keeping an eye on the multiverse and okay, that's stuff like that. Pretty cool. Um, so yeah, he's coming after Miles for some reason, maybe for breaching the multiverse rules or something like that. I don't know. It, it looks good. Do you know what I mean? More of the same. Um, yeah. We're going to talk about Spider-Man soon. I, I watched Into the Spider-Verse as part of this whole Spider-Man rewatch. I don't know if anyone else did that. but um, yeah. no, so I've I, seen it very recently. I, I, a month ago. I'm going to buy it and on Amazon and probably watch it this week because I didn't get a chance to, to watch it. On Amazon, it's on Netflix. It's not Netflix. Oh, it's not Netflix anymore. No, it's not on Netflix. Netflix is weird, man. Netflix has Spider Man One. It doesn't have Spider Man Two. It has Spider Man Three. Yeah. yeah. It's got Amazing Spider Man One and Two. It doesn't have Into the Spider Verse. It's got Homecoming, but it doesn't have Far From Home. Oh it's really? So yeah, that's right. Do you know what? It might be um, oh, what's the thing? I can't remember what the word is, but it's probably one of those ones where. It's like that over here, but in America, they've probably got all of them. Yeah. Which, well, actually, yeah, which reminds me, I should check. I should check if it's on um, American Netflix. Well, lucky for me, I've got a VPN, so I can find, I can check. Yeah, we've got a VPN. Yeah, mine, check and let me know. VPN, VPN. Check and let me know if it's on uh, American Netflix. And if it uh, is... Guys, it was listening, get yourself a VPN. Honestly, it's the best thing ever. You think. are unrestricted from going on any site you want to. I don't Why think. did you at least you're unrestricted by country? You want your legacy to oh, be. Sorry, my my- um, I don't think I've got a VPN. Sorry, guys, you there? Yeah. No, while while you guys are doing it, I'm going to continue. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, there was a there was a panel 
um, of some of the villains from No Way Home. Um, we had um, the Green Goblin, Norman Osborn himself. Um, what's that his name? Uh, Willem Dafoe. We had Alfred Molina as Doc Ock, and we had Jamie Foxx as Electro. The three of them did like a little panel, um, just talking about the film a bit and their characters. Um, which makes me think, I don't think we're going to get the original actor for Sandman or... Um, I think the original actor for Sandman. Lizard back. I think it's going to be pure CGI. Yeah, I think Sandman's just going to be a big sand monster and Lizard's just going to be a lizard. Like, I don't even think... I mean, we might hear him talk. Even that old um, But just the fact that it was only these three, like, mm. that was doing the panel and um, neither the actor for Lizard or Sandman were there. So I'm thinking maybe they didn't come back. I don't know. Mm. Um, it was interesting. Uh, Willem Dafoe said that um, his character has a very personal reason uh, like it's, it's very personal this time around. Same with um, Doc Ock, mm-hmm. and, um, and and Jamie Foxx as well. They were pretty much basically the same thing. But it was interesting, and it was cool to see the three of them together, especially seeing Willem Dafoe and Alfred Molina because they're two of the best Spider-Man villains. And just seeing them just sitting next to each other was cool. So mm, yeah. I can't even imagine what it's going to be like to see them on screen together. It's going to be nuts. Um, and the final thing we got from Sony at this convention was uh, an exclusive clip from the Morbius movie. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. um, I'm guessing his initial transformation um, because you see him like as like a kind of crippled, really skinny, sick man um, gets injected or something and has some kind of treatment and then transforms into uh, the living vampire. And then just goes on a little killing spree quickly, just, you know, as you do. Uh, but it was pretty cool. The effects were cool. Um, seems like it could be good, but it's Sony. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. I, I reckon it's going to be more along the lines of the quality of Venom rather than anything else. Yeah. Do you know what? I'll, I'll just, I mean, I think, I think I've always said this, but... Um, both with Venom and Morbius, right? Spider-Man has been at the center of their transformations. Um, so it's a, it's, for me, it's just, it's just a bit weird that we don't see that in um, in the Sony one. So we, we don't see um, any Spider-Man have any connection with Venom, for example, or Morbius, for example. Mm. Um, they're going to go try and do some sort of consolidation um, in uh, a crossover or in, in form of a flashback or something like that. Um, or whether this is sort of like the new normal for um, the latest run of Spider-Man films. Mm. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think this whole, um, like, I don't know, shared parenting between Marvel and Sony is... It's kind of as as nice as it is to see Spider-Man in the MCU, it's kind of messing up a lot of the storylines, do you know what I mean? In terms of his relationship with his villains and um I mean outside of Vulture and Mysterio, we've yeah. got all these villains now and the MCU's Peter Parker has no connection to them. He's got mm. no connection to Venom, no connection to Morbius, no connection to Green Goblin, Doc Ock, Lizard, Electro, Sand do you know what I mean? All these characters that are coming. Yeah. So yeah. 
So what what have you got for us? As I say, has he disappeared again? I think he has. All right. Mm. <laughs> Hold on. I'm just gonna pause. Go. Um. <laughs> sorry. Literally, as you unpause, you try to come back in. Um. Like you just have her in the background. All you're gonna do is yeah. making baby noises. Yeah, okay. Uh, I don't know. I thought you guys would tell me off if there no, was no, no. If noises. <laughs> <laughs> if you got um, if the babies making noises in the background, we're not going to tell you off for that. That's fine. Oh, you, can, you can sit uh, in the room cool. with you. Okay. All right, cool. Um, anyway, what, what what was he saying? Um, yeah, so that was basically the, the Sony Spider-Man stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been announced. Shang Chi's getting a sequel. Sorry, uh, sorry, nice, sorry, uh, sorry, 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 sorry. I don't know why, yeah. I had this random yeah. thought the other day, and I, I feel like I just got. To, I, I had. To, I have got to say it. For some strange reason, I'm a little bit nervous about the Spider-Man movie now. Like, really? The closer I'm, I'm, I'm getting to the date, and I'm seeing stuff on it. I'm just nervous, like they, like it might not bang in it. Like, I'm pretty sure it will, but mm. I just got. I've just got this uneasy, nervous feeling. <laughs> I'm probably the only one, but if I don't, I don't. I, I, I the reason why I'm putting it out there is because I don't want to be like, let's say if we go to the cinema and it, unfortunately, like, whatever reason, it sucks in it. I don't want to then be like, ah, I always knew that it was gonna suck, but I'm just saying it now, just in case that yeah, it does happen. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> I do have this. Un- <laughs> I do have this uneasy feeling, and I and I, I kind of get what you're saying. I, I don't quite. I have faith in Marvel. Do you so know what I mean? do why. The only thing that's giving me, the only thing that's giving me uneasy feelings is having the Raimi characters in the hands of someone who's not Raimi. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Like Doc Ock was considered one of the best villains. Do you know what I mean? Green Goblin, Willem Dafoe's performance was a fucking amazing. So to have them two in the hands of um, someone else now, whoever the director is, I can't remember his name. Um, as much faith as I have in MCU and Kevin Feige did work on that, on those Spider-Man movies. He mm. was like an intern or something. You know what I mean, he, he keeps saying how he learned a lot from those movies. So, and Raimi is on their Marvel team. Now he's making the next Dr. Strange movie. So Raimi could be there f- as a consultant as well. Do you know what I mean, like a lot of the times when they're making movies, directors consult with each other mm. Um, to keep it like consistent, so I don't see why Sam Raimi wouldn't come in and give him a hand. Um, yeah, but that's the only thing. I, I it can tarnish the the legacy of the uh, Raimi trilogies. Do you know what I mean? I'm not as worried of them tarnishing the Amazing Spider-Man's reputation <laughs> because it doesn't, yes. <laughs> doesn't really have a great one. Mm. Um, but yeah, I get what you're saying. It, it seems very bloated. There's a lot that needs to happen. Um, like Doctor Strange has a whole fight sequence with, or a chase sequence with, do you know what I mean? There's a lot going yeah. on. We don't know how involved Venom's going to be. Well, um, listen, though, um, if, if, remember how, um, Into the Spider-Verse, did an absolutely wonderful job of introducing all of the different Spider-Men. Yeah. Or so Spider-Characters. That's animated. And I think it's it easier feel, animated. 
Yeah, but it didn't feel like they were, you know, sometimes when a, a film tries to cram too much in, it just feels like sort of like a, a mm. quick showreel of hits. And you're just like, oh, God, there's too much, too much in here. And they just skipped over everything too quick. But Into the Spider-Verse, I never felt that. And I'm hoping that with all the different characters that we're going to probably end up seeing in this new movie, I'm just, I'm praying that they manage to, find that balance because they did it with um with with endgame didn't they you know and 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 infinity war so many different characters in there and yet it was still fucking awesome <laughs> but but the, every movie with, from the mcu that's had a very bloated cast has been directed by the russo brothers civil war right. Endgame, infinity war and they're masters of um like ensemble cast you know what i mean and and mm. action and within like they they directed um tv shows like community and stuff like i think specifically mm. they they did the some of the i don't know if you guys have seen it but the paintball episodes which yep. are quite high action concept episodes and um so they're good at having multiple characters having like keeping track of where everyone is and what they're doing and keeping it simple Mm-hmm. Um, so this would be the first time we'd see a very like bloated in terms of the amount of characters, uh, in one movie to be directed by someone else. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? The last, mm. like Joss Whedon did the first Avengers movie, but then by the time he did the second Avengers movie and they had some more characters, it wasn't as good. Do you know what I mean? He couldn't balance everything as well. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know. I'm I'm optimistic, but I'm cautiously optimistic. Yeah. I feel like this could either be the best Spider-Man movie ever, or it's gonna like um, a piece of shit. Yeah, be a piece of shit and have a negative impact on past Spider-Man movies that we hold dear. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's, it's dangerous. Like with the comparison with um, uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Obviously, like you said, like they introduced six Spider Men, all like very obscure, kind of not known, like Spider Man Noir, Penny Parker, mm. Spider Pig. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, that, really. they, they had no cinematic history. Do you know what I mean? They're not bringing in like Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, who we already yeah. know. They, they, but what they need to do is make. They need to make sure this movie brings Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield in and anybody who's never seen any of the other Spider-Man movies can enjoy their characters uh, and get to know them rather than them coming in and, and re- them relying on us having seen them in older older films. Mm. Mm. yeah exactly and that that's kind of the thing because like we did the amazing spider-man rewatches which we're going to talk about in a sec but I, mm. i've already started um watching homecoming to kind of like for, for next week to, to see how this trilogy holds up in itself like i'm not watching civil war i'm not watching any of the avengers just purely going to keep it spider-man and see on its own legs how it holds up and yeah. already from the start of Homecoming, it's very reliant on the MCU and the Avengers. Like, mm. it starts off with the aftermath of the Battle of New York. Do you know what I mean? And if you don't have, if you haven't seen Avengers and you're just like, like in the future, if someone says, oh, I feel like watching the Spider Man trilogy, flings this on and then sees like 
alien whales like <laughs> laid out in New York and you're like, what the fuck is going on? Do you yeah. know what I mean? So already it's like it's not as strong. Yeah. But I do I do feel I do feel like in the future though, people will know that if you're gonna watch these movies, you kinda have to know what takes place in the MCU. Like mm. a lot of these movies aren't standalone. Like, do you know what I mean? That's because they're different movies about different superheroes. Like, yeah, the Captain America trilogy is a franchise on its own, but it's part of the like a Transformers movie without having seen the previous ones. It's the same kind of thing. Like, you you, you kind of need to watch Thor Ragnarok if you want to fully appreciate Infinity War. Do you know what I mean? Or Black Panther, and like you need to watch a lot of the stuff to, yeah. to kind of get it. But then, yeah. like I said, um, ranking it as a trilogy on its own, because I feel like Captain America as a trilogy on its own, you could fully watch without any, any other, um, ready. Um, it, it feels like you need to have like pre-existing information. Like you need to have done your homework mm. before you can just mm. sit down and watch this Spider-Man trilogy. Whereas the Raimi trilogy, could just watch, do you know what I mean? Even the Garfield ones, you can just watch, but... Yeah, I hear that, I hear what you said, yeah. I hear what you said. All right, go on. And then even between, even between movies, sorry, like, I know we'll get to this, but between Homecoming and Far From Home, we have Infinity War and Endgame, do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's big fucking event. And so I'm, I'm waiting to see how it's going to feel going from one film to the other, Mm-hmm. without having watched the Avengers movies and see like if this whole blip situation makes sense or if it's just as like I don't know not confusing but just as random as as how Homecoming has started like without having watched for it in order just jumping in here it's it was a bit weird anyway um what am I doing I'm still on news aren't I yes you're still yeah. coming on news second, sorry um yeah, so yeah, so Shang-Chi, um, oh, sorry, what was it? No, so what was that? Ah, oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so like I said, Shang-Chi is getting a sequel um, in development from the same director as the first one. Yeah. Uh, so that's good news. That, that's that's good. I'm looking forward to that. Um, have you guys, did you guys already talk about Hawkeye? No, we've not talked nope. about Hawkeye. We, were, we fortunately were saving it for you. Sorry oh, nice. about Thanks, making guys. all that noise. Do you know, I just explained. Basically, my secret Santa present came, and I got a, like a an anime snack box, and I got little like little cool anime stickers as well. And like one of them is CC from Koi Gias, which is like one of my favorite animes of all time. And it was from Rebecca Dalen. So obviously, thank you, Rebecca. Thank you for my Christmas gift. It was much appreciated. I've had one snack from it so far. I'm resistant eating it all because then. Like, I'm going to want more anime snacks. And I don't know if she, like, ordered it from America or if she ordered it from Japan. And um, I'm going to be upset if I eat all the snacks and I can't get any more. So that was what all that noise was. <laughs> Go. Nice. nice. Uh, um, okay, well, this news is uh, is concerning Hawkeye, um, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, so Kate Bishop is apparently going to be returning um, and teaming up with Cassie Lang 
who is Scott Lang, aka Ant Man's daughter. Okay. Um, in Quantumania, so in Ant Man and the Wasp Three, uh, Kate Bishop is meant to be in it, mm-hmm. uh, and she's going to be teaming up with Cassie Lang, who I think is Thatcher. I have no idea. I think she becomes her own like kind of Ant Man hero. She turns giant and stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that'll be cool, and that will kind of. Uh, I guess lead into a Young Avengers kind of team. That'll be the first kind of mm. team up between two Young Avengers. So that'll mm. be cool. Well, wasn't there a panel recently where someone asked, um, is it Haley Seinfeld? Yeah. Uh, about a Young Avengers and she turned around and looked at Kevin Feige and just gave uh, him a look and he kind of just laughed. There you go. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Like I said, I'll be. Sometimes it's not what you say, it's what you don't say. It, it, do you yeah, know what? Yeah. But I think it's inevitable there's going to be a, a young Avengers type deal anyway. Because yes, they've been slowly setting looking it up. at the way um, the MCU's going. It's going in. I mean, we have Shang-Chi, Spider Man. Um, um, I can see them all team them up um, for. Uh, was especially to fight against Kang. And I have a feeling that Hawkeye might be the part of the new Avengers. Mm. Well, yeah, there's, 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 been we'll there's been we'll rumors see, about um, a West Coast Avengers because there's a million of the Hawkeye isn't, series. And, you know, hello, can you let hear me? Others. Hello, just can, you quick, let, can you let hear me? Please, oh, sorry, I just forgot to mention hello? going back to man across the Spider Verse trailer. Um, it's got like a sub, I don't know what you call it, like the subtitle is across the Spider Verse, but then it says part one. So mm-hmm. I don't know if that meant. get or if the movie is going to be a two-part so across the spider-verse is going to be part one and part two yeah it sounds like so it's going to be part one part two yeah so it could end on a cliffhanger of some kind and then see it resolved in the next movie so we're gonna we're gonna get three mm. um into a spider-verse movie so that's sorry cool. you you look at it you look at this i just thought hello? was funny um you lot couldn't hear me earlier, so I I wasn't yeah. get able to say this, but um, there was rumors a while about about us getting a, a West Coast Avengers as well as um, mm. a Young Avengers, and another reason why you could say we potentially could get Young Avengers because we've already seen like Kid Loki, um, you know we've we've had hints of like, a number of um, the people that you know because um, isn't um, Riri Williams also getting her own show. Yeah, Iron Heart yeah. is getting a show. So that's um, another one for also had for young we've Avengers. Also had, um, Speed and Wiccan, yeah, in One Division. Yeah, so they're they're, um, they're building yeah, man. Up. So yeah, they, I think they're definitely setting up a Young Avengers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So um, John Burnthor, who plays uh, Punisher, he said he has no interest uh, in returning as a war to down version of the Punisher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a hundred percent. I'm a on that one. <laughs> so, if you hear that Punisher is coming to the MCU and he w- is still played by John Bernthal, then just know it's going to be some R-rated shit. Like mm-hmm. he's not allowing yeah. some bullshit. Like, well, either that or Disney money changed his mind. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And Disney money, money tends to do that. Like mm-hmm. they've got enough of that shit. <laughs> so, but yeah, I don't know. That that seems interesting. I don't know if um, if Daredevil and stuff like that, like those kind of actors, have said the same thing. Because I don't know. I'm seeing memes of of I saw this one meme of like um, 
Daredevil, Jessica Jones, and Luke Cage. And Kevin Feige's like, yeah, we're bringing back all the Netflix characters and the actors and stuff. And then you see Iron Fist trying to walk in, and then Kevin Feige kind of stops him and is like, no, no, not you. Not, <laughs> yeah. you. not you. So I don't know if, if there's been news that all of them are coming back or if it's still just rumors and stuff, but. Well, yeah, I've, I've, I not, I've not heard of anything punch. about Luke Cage coming back there. No. No. All I, to be fair, nothing's been confirmed. Like even Daredevil, as as much as we all think it's a, a guarantee, it's not officially been confirmed. We won't know till we see the film. Mm. Um, but yeah, so that's that. Um, last bit of comic book news: um, Amazon has been. I don't know if they've been watching Netflix recently, um, but Amazon and Sony seem to have definitely seen. Um, super crooks because they've decided to make their own one um, they've announced a eight episode animated series that's set in the world of the boys yeah. uh, and it's called Diabolical it arrives on Amazon Prime in 2022 Diabolical I love the name though yeah it's cool I'm not familiar with it but it Diabolical sounds like villains do you know what I mean mm. and if it's set in the same world as the boys it's basically just super crooks, but in the boys' universe instead of um, Jupiter's legacy. They're so similar, aren't they? Just yeah. the whole kind of like characters and the, the them being not perfect and all that shit. Yeah, exactly. yeah, it should be good. Bye, guys. That was leaving. Say bye. Oh, bye. 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 <laughs> 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 all right. God. Yeah, but yeah, that's comic book news, man. Alright, cool. So let's let's do Hawkeye first. Um I am loving Hawkeye, man. Like I, I see a couple of people that don't give a damn for it, or you know, they're not it's 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 not for them. But man, I, I'm enjoying it so much, man. And I thought this last episode was sick. Um Oh man, if you don't like Hawkeye, I, I dunno, man, like it's entertaining it's fun um i like the action sequences like again like i said now that i understand the style that they're going for like i get in it like i fully understand the show and yeah man it's dope man like it's actually sick like i, I don't know what more i can say to that man i'm really enjoying it uh t you're a comic book expert what 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 oh I, i'll give the last episode a free, a, a, a solid free piece uh t what was your first episode and what would you rate it um yeah i like this episode as well episode four so we've only got two episodes left after this is almost finished already which is nuts um yeah i'm enjoying it weirdly i think it's one of the better shows um disney plus have put out in the mc uh, for the mcu um i drank it quite high uh it's it it it's not like as sci-fi or concepty or trippy as like some of the other shows like Loki or Wandavision, but it's 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 really good. I'm enjoying it. I, I'd give this episode maybe a solid three piece as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like yeah, apart well, yeah, I, I I'd give it a three piece. I feel like there wasn't much. Uh, like you said, to discuss about this particular episode, I feel like it's all going to just come through in the last two episodes. Mm. Uh, but we can get into more detail in, in a sec. Mm. 
All right, Stevie. Stevie, have you watched the latest episode? No. Oh no! Sorry, started well, last time. No, I haven't seen, haven't seen any of it yet. Oh wow! Well, okay. um, Still not seen any of it yet. Mine, but that's okay. Mine, you just caught up on all the episodes. Yeah, yeah, I've been watching it. Um, it's all right, actually. It's, um, I guess, it's like, like I said, I, I, I always prefer to see Hawkeye in. Um, in series format rather than a movie. I think a movie would have completely killed it for me. Um, but right now, I thought I'd give it a three-piece. I like the characters. I like how they introduce um, Ronin to, to, I guess, viewers again. Um, at Hawkeye. So, again, no one to revisit his time being Ronin, so I think that's pretty cool. Um, I really like um, the latest episode with Echo appearing. Mm-hmm. Um, for those that don't know, Echo has a similar ability to Taskmaster. Um, if Taskmaster was done correctly in Black Widow, um, she has. Oh, well, she we've we've said before that she's deaf. So the way she sort of learns to interact with the world is that she lip reads, and she pays very very close attention to even the most subtlest of movements on the on the person's body so she understands like contextually what's going on and things like that um she is one of the best martial artists in the marvel comic universe um able to fight toe-to-toe with um with captain america black panther um etc um even at one point wielding the Phoenix Spear, which is, I think, part of the Phoenix Force. But either way, she's an absolutely amazing character. In this, uh, um, they showed a bit of her, I guess, talents as well. Um, they showed her very, very young where she's lip reading. They show her uh, where she's um, fighting, UFC fighting. She has her prosthetic leg, but she's still able to win the fight even with her prosthetic leg um, against a fully able. Um, Fighter, so I thought it was very, very cool to see. Big, um, he, was a, he was a big black boy as well, like, like just big. He was like almost twice he was her a, size. He was, a, he, was a, he was a big, he was a black boy. Wait, you're not talking about when Echo. she was little? Say When she was little? No, when she was little. I'm talking about when she was um, older. Oh, I thought you were talking about when older, she was older little. Older she... ring. But we can talk about when she was little as well and yeah. her being able to do that. Yeah, when she just judo threw that guy and it was just like, <laughs> yeah, sick. Yeah, um, I am. I'm actually pretty excited to see how she, um, how they develop her character more because also they gave her backstory, her backstory, um, with her father and her father died that had Rodan, who was also Hawkeye. So I'm hoping that she ends up teaming up with Hawkeye, uh, to take on, to take on obviously, um, a, a greater enemy. But yeah, absolutely enjoy the show. Um, yeah, looking forward to more episodes. Nice. Anybody else? No, no that's it because that's it's, it. yeah, because that's it. Yeah. So, T, do you want to go back, go, go delve into this episode a little bit? Do you know, what? I'm, a, I'm a start. Yeah. Did anyone find it funny that um, oh, I've forgotten the name of the character, the Black Widow's sister, did the pose? Yeah, she did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, she made an appearance on it as well. Yeah, and I was like, oh, she's such a poser. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah, that's, like that. that was funny. That was a nice little a little callback to their movie. Yeah. Mm. You reckon she's now working under um, 
Valentina. Yeah, yeah, because that's basically the setup from the end credit scene, it where she yeah. was like, "I know who killed," but I, I still don't like that storyline because do I. for a widow, like they would do their research in it, like yeah. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I hope she she comes back. I hope that wasn't it. That wasn't her little cameo because that. Would oh yeah, no, no, <laughs> she, she she's definitely coming back. Hmm. Yeah, it was cool though. That whole scene of like the the freeway fight, like Clint and Kate versus, um, uh, was it Echo? They was fighting, yeah, and then yeah. versus um, uh, the Black Widow as well. That was that was cool because like they like it was a free for all. Do you know what I mean? Which was pretty cool. So I like I like that scene. I thought that was a pretty good action set piece there. Um, and then like you obviously had little hints even before she took off the mask. The fact that she's got like the the Black Widow stingers, yes, the stingers. I, I recognize those. Oh, pretty cool, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was a good episode. Just, just like I said, it, I didn't really have much to say about it after, in terms of like, like, um, source material stuff or anything like that. Is mm-hmm. but there was a couple of little things I I noticed that I thought were pretty cool, just in terms of like movies or shows in general. Um, like I thought it was nice that even though he's meant to be coming home from holiday and he keeps getting delayed, delayed, his wife is very understanding mm. about it. Yeah, she knows what his job is. She knows what he does, and yeah. it's important. And she's she not like German giving now. him shit, huh? And then she speaks German as well. Like so, they like she's is it like, German? Yeah, I'm pretty sure she spoke German. Oh, I just assumed it was Russian, maybe because of their connection to to Natasha. Uh, mm. I, I thought it was Ger- I think I'm, I'm fairly confident when the subtitles came out it said German okay mm. Mm. do you know what I liked about this episode was it, I'm sure it was this episode where um, Hawkeye oh no sorry maybe it was the previous episode because I watched everything one go so um, I remember the oh was this like real life um, what's it called fantasy simulation that people they do you know where they fight they dress in like cosplay oh the, the um, oh, I can't remember <laughs> I, I had it, but I don't it's know. Not like ago, but I, like, anyway, so this one thing that one is actually watching episode one all the way through to episode. Now, episode one basically made me feel that also I was skeptical about it. I wanted to go Yo, you're you're sounding very bad. How do you mean? Alright, that's better. It's better. Yeah. All right, so where did I start going bad? Um, like when you kind of started talking. All right, cool. All right, so basically, all I'm saying is that at first I wasn't sure where in which direction the um, series is going in, like right at the beginning. But obviously, as we're through, it's looking at um, the aftermath of um, Natasha dying, um, what it's doing to Clint, um, him not being a son, and like that. But I really, I really like the series. To be fair, um, I think overall series is a uh, um, three piece like before you said. Um, but anyway, back to back to uh, episode four. Um, yeah, I, I I guess I guess for me, um, I'm just I'm just really keen to see um uh, see what happens because I think was that an episode where we saw Kingpin. Oh, Skimping not made an appearance yet. He's not made an appearance yet, but he was teased heavily in episode three. 
Is it just me or is Martin just sounding really quiet? Yeah, I can't hear Martin. Martin keeps cutting out, yeah. Okay, so it's not just me. Martin, you're unfortunately keep cutting out, dude. Oh, all right, cool. Um, it might be your internet. You sound good now. You sound amazing right now. It's still weird. I'm not doing <laughs> anything. All right, cool. Anyway, yeah, real quick on. before it happens again. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just saying that um, Kingpin's also an, echo, uh, an enemy of uh, Daredevil. He sends Echo to uh, kill Daredevil. The two end up teaming up. Um, and she's basically thinking to his Yang because obviously he's blind. He's, he relies heavily on hearing. Um, she's deaf, relies heavily on eyesight. So the two sort of complement each other. Um, I'm really hoping that... I, I mean, I have no idea if we'll see Daredevil in this series at all. I highly doubt we will. But it will be cool somewhere down the line if they um, do a team up and say the next Daredevil series is coming out or something. Um, but yeah, that's it. Cool. How'd that sound? <laughs> yeah, you sounded fine just then, man. Uh, I, don't oh, get, I, don't, I don't know what the situation if, was. If I'm not wrong, I think Kevin Feige or someone recently said that a lot of the um, a lot of the team that worked on the Daredevil series is mm. going to be coming back. I think they said it was for the Echo show. Uh, and they said something like it is kind of like a spiritual season four of daredevil Mm -hmm. okay i don't know if that's confirmed or if that was just rubbish but i'm sure i heard something like that that'd be interesting Mm. Mm, very interesting um one thing that happened in this episode that really annoyed me um it's like a trope of a lot of movies and shit Oh, not really a trope, just a mistake or just something stupid that they do. And at one point, um, Hawkeye texts his wife, um, Laura or whatever her name is, uh, telling her to do something, mm-hmm. like activate protocol, whatever, whatever. Oh, to uh, check that for the, the watch. Yeah. But when he texts her, there was no previous text messages. Like he's never texted his wife before in his life. I don't even notice that. And it happens a lot. It happens a lot in movies that like they'll get out their phone and they'll text someone and there's no, like, you, like when you look at your text, you have all the list of previous texts there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So unless he's got a brand new phone, <laughs> like have like random, like, yeah, get some beat, get some like potatoes for dinner or do you know what I mean? Like yeah. random shit. It was just clean, and I don't know. It's it's obviously like oh yeah, they've just given him the phone for the mm. scene. It's not. Like... Yeah, or again, again, it's hard because then you could be like, they could just be like, well, it's encrypted, isn't it? So it only ever shows that one message. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. That's but then trick. again, it depends on the phone. If they're showing you them using the iPhone, I doubt. I doubt iPhone has that kind of in, in, encryption levels where it's just the messages just delete after a second, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mad. Yeah, no, it was a good episode. There's a lot of like, um, like mirroring characters mirroring each other, like um, or, or empathizing with each other. Like, obviously, um, Kate Bishop's mom talking to Hawkeye, saying he doesn't want her. She doesn't want Kate Bishop in danger. 
and obviously Hawkeye can relate. Like he's got his family, he he understands. Um, also, when Kate is chilling with her mum and um, stepdad, I guess you call him, yeah. and they're like, "Oh yeah, I'd, I'd I'd rather be with family laughing at me than being on my own." And then it cuts to Clint Barton on his own. Yeah, when he's got his family waiting for him. So Kate obviously feels that and then goes and spends a little Christmas day with him which was yeah. which is pretty cool but yeah, it's a nice nice episode character building episode progressing like everything looking forward to the last two to be honest I can't believe it's nearly finished already mm. it's gone it's gone very quick man but mm. yeah alright so obviously last week you guys went through and talked about Spider-Man uh, it was uh, a very interesting uh, take uh, I went and back and watched episode um, episode uh, Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3. Uh, I am going to give them all three pieces. I thought they were enjoyable for what they was. Um, some of the CGI and stuff hadn't aged as well as it could. Um, I definitely thought Spider-Man 3 was given a lot of bad rap from, you know, people at the time. Like, I know for me personally, the reason why I didn't enjoy that movie is I was going through some stuff with my ex. So all the relationship stuff that was happening was just pissing me off in it. So that was more of a personal thing. So obviously watching it like many years later with a, you know, a clean mind, I actually quite enjoyed it. Like, and I didn't think it was too much. Um, I thought they had done, you know, I thought they had done enough for a fourth movie. Um, and yeah, it, it, again, as a, as a complete trilogy, not as amazing as I once thought. But then again, like those movies came out at a time when I was like, you know, 12 years old. So obviously I'm going to obviously love those movies. So, so according to you, mm. Spider-Man 3 is the same level of quality as Spider-Man 1 and 2. Yeah, I didn't think one and two. People are gonna fight you, bro. People I, are gonna. Fight. I, I, I didn't. <laughs> I, I wasn't blown away by anything. Again, I'm watching it with adult eyes, 2020 eyes. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, I'm watching it with modern eyes in it, and I wasn't blown. Like, I was watching. I was like, I was enjoying it, but nothing like really blew me away. Like, again, if I was, if I was watching it for the very first time and the CGIs were on was on the level of today's graphics then yeah i might have been like yeah that was amazing that was a whole chicken but i just watched it as, as a you know on a real one i was like yeah it was good but i just wasn't like i, I wasn't just like like if i watched the matrix now in it yeah i'm still going to get gassed at certain scenes in the matrix even though i know it's coming do you know what i mean like i could i i, I could always give the first matrix a, a whole chicken I, even though i've seen that like, a million times yeah like i always get gassed over it innit I just didn't have that same level of feeling on this one. If that makes sense. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I always found the first ever Spider-Man was kind of magical. It, they, they just got like, I don't know, they, they managed to tell a really kind of like, it was a, it was a story from the very beginning, wasn't it? It was like inception of Spider-Man. How did he begin? And, mm. Just I don't know. It's it, something about that first movie was quite. I always found was sort of like yeah, that that's great. Like the scene where he catches the stuff on the tray. You always, I never forget that. Always found that really cool. Exactly. That's that's iconic. That's that's practical as well. You know, they did all that practically. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Nuts. 
<clears throat> all right so but other people might might not have that same opinion you know like like no no you maybe you don't don't have that love for it yeah again like i remember having love for it when i was watching it growing up but watch it now i, don't know, I was like yes yeah, it's, it's, it's a fairly good music in it like do you know what i mean um whereas if <laughs> yeah let's go to the amazing the first amazing spider man um so I had boycotted watching these films because I didn't really enjoy Spider-Man 3 um, and I just didn't care for Andrew Garfield or Spider-Man. Um, so this was actually my very first time watching these movies. And it was okay. Um, now, I know a lot of people be like, oh, I can't believe like, it didn't bother you that Tobey Maguire was like playing like an 18 year old. But when you're 12 years old, like you don't know, like for me anyway, when you're 12 years old, you don't notice those things. You just assume that they're the age that they are in it. Yeah. Watching this, I was just like, I can't buy Andrew Garfield as a nerd. Like it just didn't. He's, he's not a nerd though. In, in, he's almost like the most, Oh, what's the word? The, the the most rebellious Spider-Man from the very offset, isn't he? Mm. His 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 character is very different from the from Tobey Maguire's character, and even from from um, uh, the new Spider-Man, um, you know, like, that we've got in the MCU. It, he's I, I know I was watching these two movies, and he's you know like he's portrayed as like when he's actually having like what's the word um punch-ups with um with the the school bully he's he's standing up to him and he's not like being all like totally nerdy and he's going around on his skateboard and he's being quite kind of like rebellious in school yeah whereas other in other versions he's quite good and and he kind of quite conforms doesn't he Mm. um I, you know, I'm just going to go first um, and give my rating for this movie. Uh, I'm going to give it a quarter chicken. I had no love for this. Um, there were some cool um, scenes, like when they, um, what do you call it? When they lined up all the skyscrapers for him, I thought that was really cool. Like uh, one thing that I will say that I've loved in this movie is that New Yorkers always have the reputation of being like, we're New Yorkers. We always help each other. Like we always buying together you know like that new yorker spirit and i think that's been capitalized in all the films that i've watched so far so i really appreciate that um and there was um there was rumors at the time sorry just to address what you're saying mm-hmm. obviously they haven't dated well because we now have spider-man and mcu but originally they had plans to um just put the oscorp tower in the avengers movies mm-hmm. and put the stark tower or the avengers tower into the amazing Spider-Man movies, but I think uh, one the designs of the Oscorp Tower wasn't ready in time for the Avengers movie, so they didn't end up doing it. Um, mm. But as well as that, the whole reason that there's so many cranes in New York City, um, it was, I don't know if it was rumoured or if someone said it, but obviously this film came out just after the Avengers. So having the Battle of New York, like New York is in a state. So mm. if this film was going to be linked to the MCU, um, that's the reason why all the cranes were there because they're, they're still cleaning up okay. New York 
after the Battle of the Avengers. So that's okay. pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there was like watching this movie. There was just I didn't write any notes, sorry, which I probably should have. But there was just a lot of stupid stuff that I didn't really like and didn't really care for. Um, and the whole conversation with Gwen Stacy and his dad at the dinner was stupid. And the whole I, again, I just didn't have a lot of fun with this movie, man. Like I'm annoyed that because of you, lot, I finally. After all my boycott, I finally watched this movie and it was it was not very good. Um, <laughs> it, like I said, there's a couple of cool little scenes. Uh, I thought the suit looked really cool, actually. The Spider-Man suit itself, I thought that looked really cool. Um, in The Amazing Spider-Man 2, not in the first one. I think the first one is the worst suit out of all of them. Really? But the one with the yellow sunglasses, eyes, and the nasty dark color scheme and no it's horrible man i don't like it. in the first amazing spider-man i hate that suit let me try and pull in the up amazing spider-man let... 2 much better i think that's the best one out of all of them let me try and pull up a picture of the because i just remember the one of the suits i was like actually this suit is really nice amazing spider-man 2 okay maybe that's... maybe maybe it's that one then the first one's horrible the first one in the amazing spider-man they because the dark knight had just come out they was trying to sorry I'm being loud <laughs> one sec yeah no worries um no I think the suit look, well again I, I don't know which one Im, the images on Google I don't know which ones are showing whether it's for the one or the two but well the butters one is from one the nice one is from two <laughs> but yeah no I thought the suit was nice um and yeah other than that didn't really care for the movie uh let's, let's go to mine mine what did you think of Amazing Spider-Man the first one um, I like the I like the first Amazing Spider-Man film. To be fair, um, reason being is because um, it showed a different Peter Parker. Um, this one for me felt um, somewhat, yeah, somewhat rebellious, um, but in a way a bit more similar to uh, the Peter Parker we got from the '90s TV series. Uh, because okay. yes, he was nerdy. But he was. Or he also had. Uh, I would say a bit of a rebellious side. No, definitely not a rebellious side until he had the symbiote. But um, he was one that would, you know, stand up for himself uh, every now and again. Um, but still play a bit of the. What's what I'm looking for? Basically, have a bit of banter with Aunt May and things like that. Um, which is what we. Which we we've got a little bit of that in um, in the Maze of Spider Man. Um, you know, Peter Parker, you know, he's a really nice guy, nerdy as well. Um, but he, it's more, it's more like he stands up for himself a lot <laughs> more. He has a bit of a backbone, whereas if, uh, Tim McGuire's one, he didn't. Um, that being said, um, I, I do actually, I mean, no, no, that being said, but in addition to that, I do like, um, the act, the, the Spider-Man we got, um, from, um, Andrew Garfield. Yeah. Um, his Spider-Man for me is probably the most, I want to say most accurate Spider-Man. I, um, the most capable Spider-Man, um, for me, um, the cinematography for his swing was really, really good. Um, in fact, the way he swings is actually very, very similar to the way he swings in the, um, Marvel Spider-Man game on the PS4. Um, just, the, just the way he traversed the city, I thought was really, really cool to see. Um, but so, I sort of see him as the best Spider-Man because of that. Um, also, 
as he's fighting, the way he jokes as he's fighting, as well as again, very very similar to Spider-Man's sort of um, what appear, what appears to be like, cocky nature. Obviously, it's not cocky. I, he does it to I, um, I actually to, hate uh, that. Lower the guard of the of whoever he's fighting. Um, but yeah, I I, I generally like that. No, I, um, can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, I yeah. hate that. I thought he talked way too much, man. Like, he was chatting so much shit like and it weren't funny like the lines weren't delivered in a good fun like like one thing yeah, i'll say yeah, is that when, like some of them were forced like yeah, it was trying too like, hard when, to be when, funny when tom holland does it it works in it because tom holland is like a stupid young little kid in it i just never got that from andrew garfield so it just didn't work yeah andrew but a lot of made me laugh um more in like situational stuff so like mm. in that scene which to, in my opinion is the best stanley cameo of any we've ever had when spider-man and Blizzard are fighting yes. in the library oh yeah, 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 that that was was yes 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 that was amazing in the, background, in the background you can see like the lizard and fire and fire and at one point spider-man like throws a book at lizard's head as he's running from him like that little things like that just made me crack up that is that Spider-Man, do you know what I mean? And it, yeah, it kind of like, like how, um, um, what's his name? Deadpool has kind of perfected that humor. Um, yeah. Ryan Reynolds. I feel like Andrew Garfield physically had that physical humor. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. in terms of his line, a, a delivery or just the jokes themselves, I feel like they were a bit forced at times. Do you know what? Physical, physical comedy was on point, in my opinion. Yeah, so even though that felt a bit forced and whatnot, um, which, I, which I agree with, um, I also feel that, um, again, in the TV series and comic books as well, um, the, t- uh, the reason why I say TV series and I say TV series is because it's pretty much comic book accurate. Um, not all his jokes are meant to be funny. They're meant to be, uh, some of them are meant to be annoying as well. Um, so, like for example, even even the Tobey Maguire ones and even um, Tom Holland's ones, I, for me, not all the jokes land, and that's fine because what he does them, it's either staying the obvious or obviously using it to um, to try and and, and make um, the enemies make mistakes or make opponents make mistakes and stuff like that. Um, what I really liked about Andrew Garfield's um, Spider-Man as well is, but he is again is is that he moved more. I guess spider-like in a way, using more visibilities, yeah. which you see from the um Tom I'm sorry, Tony Maguire ones. Tony Maguire, obviously you could tell it was a man in a suit and flood that yes, they had some really cool scenes of him, you know, acting like a spider, so hanging down from a web. Um the way he caught up walls, the upside down kiss, that kind of thing. Mm. Um all that was really cool, but I think we saw more of it, it was more apparent in um, the Amazing Spider-Man. For example, using his webs um, and strumming them to sort of um, spiders, spiders in real life do that to sort of entice. Um, um, Bit like it? spiders, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, he used um, the spider web in in the way it's used in nature. Like yeah, he, exactly. He, he was feeling. I don't think he was strumming them. He was feeling for them. Feeling them. Yeah, be, exactly. Yeah. If he felt but, any movement, do you know what I mean? Yeah. That that some ties in with the whole kind of premise in this that he became Spider Man because of the mixing of the DNA yes, that's, of, that's of the two. That's why I thought mm. it was smart to have Lizard as the first villain in this series mm. because mm. it was talking about the whole hybrid, especially for the origin of Spider Man, talking about yeah. the whole animal hybrid thing. I thought it was yeah. quite smart to have Lizard as the villain. Mm. Yeah. 
what I also like, um, uh, so now as, as a whole, what I also like about the film, um, and uh, myself, I've been not so much focused on, on Peter Parker now, but what I like about the film is that it had, it, for me, it felt like it had a clear direction it was going in um, and tried to move a bit away from the Tobey Maguire films because Tobey Maguire, we knew nothing about Peter Parker's parents. We just knew there was Uncle Ben, Aunt May, and the instance that led to him becoming um, Spider-Man. Obviously, Oscorp had a hand to do um, to play in that as well. With this one, it's all, Oscorp is basically... We get a story that Oscorp is sort of heading everything. And we know that from the backstory that we've seen in Spider-Man... The Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2, where um, Peter Parker's parents um, were run off the secret um, and then they were they ended up dying for it. Um, yeah, I hated that as well. I hate that. I don't. I don't think I've ever watched something and like seen Peter Parker's parents. So having them in it, I was just like, "What the fuck is this?" Like, no, nah, I hate it. And it was even more garbage well, in, in in Spider Man, Amazing Spider Man Two. I, I, yeah. I hate that. I hate that aspect of the movie. In Amazing Spider Man, it really pissed you off, didn't it? It was yeah, just dumb. I was yeah, like, I don't need to see Peter Parker's parents. Like, what the fuck? And then this Uncle right. Ben was shit as well. I disagree with you on that, but okay. Um, so <laughs> the reason, you, you, because because the re- again because obviously now like, this is the first time you've seen it, all right? So, mm-hmm. so I guess from not that I'm defending anything, but I'm, I understand your frustration because obviously you still have the Tim McGuire movie in your head, mm. and it's sort of like, well, this Peter Parker or whatever shit, dead, whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, what I liked about the the backstory is that the parents were actually important in this one. Um, in the comic books, Peter Park's parents play a vice role, I think, in the Weapons Plus program. Um, I know they were also um, spies and um, um, worked also sort of new Nick Fury as well. So all that's related, um, all that's tied in together. I think even Wolverine has a little appearance in there um, in, in, the, in that past as well. Um, but I, but I really liked the backstory of the parents because you could tell that also the big bad was, was Oscorp, regardless of what they were going to do, right? Mm. Um, that's why they worked with all manners of animals, um, the way they were so futuristic and things like that. Um, I really enjoyed that aspect. And you could tell, especially in Spider-Man, uh, The Amazing Spider-Man 2, that more of the backstory is taken. In number one, we see that um, his parents sort of held the secrets to human genetics um or um let's say splicing in number two it became solidified that actually peter Parker. the reason why peter has his powers is because he um the father experimented using his blood so only his blood can activate yeah things like um the spider abilities or whatever else so um you can, you can, tell, you can tell that if there's going there to be a third film it would have it would have gone deeper into that backstory and sort of come across into um, Peter Parker's current life. Mm. I didn't really like that aspect of it, though, to be honest, mm. because the whole point of Spider-Man is that he's a random kid from New York. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. nothing special about him. He's just some loser. And then he gets these powers and becomes, like, one of the greatest heroes. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Whereas with this whole um, Richard Parker using his own blood, which is why only someone from his bloodline blood can basically be spider-man mm-hmm. um again in terms of the plot like with harry in the second one like, it makes sense like because he wants peter parker's blood but it wouldn't work on him and, and stuff yeah. like that but yeah. at the same time it's 
it's close to like a chosen one kind of prophecy kind of story yeah. Like, yeah. where only Peter Parker can has the right type of blood and yeah. also it then if this series was to continue it would have cut off any possibility of Miles Morales because obviously him not being a Parker he doesn't have the right blood I don't think you know what I mean I know what you mean, but I don't think it would even matter because we didn't even get a, a Miles Morales in the Tobey Maguire one, so I don't... I basically, well, no, but... They couldn't go in a direction where they didn't need to have Miles Morales in it. Um, they didn't, it need, yeah, they didn't but, need to, but it, it, like you said, they they were setting up everything. In they were setting up everything, world, yeah, like but we, we have no idea if they're going to get a Miles Morales or not, so... Um, because that's never hinted. Um, yeah, but... If it was a similar case, if it was a similar case to say um the andrew sorry andrew garfield the tom holland one where it was like a chosen one sort of thing and do you have a miles morales in there how's he gonna get his powers there i understand because he's actually hinted do you know what i mean mm. not not yeah. to be not to be that nerdy geek guy yeah but you said that toby Maguire didn't set up a miles morales yeah when was the last toby Maguire movie and when was miles morales created because i wasn't like the last toby Maguire movie like in 2007 Yep, that's fine. Yeah, that's true. Miles Morales might not have existed. Yeah, exactly. I don't think Miles Morales was created then. No, that's 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 a fair, that's a fair point. Yeah. But but me saying Miles Morales, I meant I mean you can expand it into anything. Do you know what I mean? Um, Peter Parker and his daughter that that could be a potential thing rather than Miles Morales. Do you know what? That could have been. Where, where's like where where is Tarantula who you know came out in I can't remember, I think it was like the first bad guy that Spider Man fought against. Like we've never seen the Tarantula before, so it, do you know what I mean? It could be sub. Anything could happen, and obviously we don't know if just because Miles Morales existed in, um, um, was it at the time that Amazing Spider-Man was created, mm. that he was definitely going to make an appearance. Um, we need to get a, a MJ. I mean, how many more films do we got on MJ or something like that? Mm. Um, so that's the thing in in maybe not as much in the first Amazing Spider-Man, but definitely yeah. in Amazing Spider-Man 2, yeah. they were setting up everything, bro. Like, yeah, and literally, literally. This was around the times where you had the Sony hacks as well, mm-hmm. and a lot of their emails got released to the public. Yeah. And some of the pitches that they were making for this Spider-Universe that they wanted to make to, to kind of rival the MCU was ridiculous. Like, they was even going to make an Aunt May movie a movie, a whole movie about Aunt May. And if they're going to make a movie about Aunt May, you can't tell me they weren't thinking about making a Mars Morales movie, but it was too late. They'd already shot themselves in the foot. They couldn't do it. And like mm. you said, they could have gone a different route with it, but there's no way Mars Morales could be related to Peter Parker. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, again, if it could have happened in, in the movie, um, but for me, anyway, I, I I enjoyed the backstory. I know you guys didn't, but I I, I enjoyed yeah, that. But there was something I that was also new to the comics. Oh, oh thank you, All right, Stevie and I then. Um, but that's something that happened um, a few, I think, a couple of years ago before the film came out, which is why I appreciated it because you know it's an added layer to Spider-Man that we didn't know before. Um, so for me, who's uh, a fan of the comics, actually wants to understand more about Peter Parker. That I that's why that's that's why I enjoyed the backstory. Um, I'm sure if no one had moved before, I you, you wouldn't have needed to know. Oops, you wouldn't have needed to know um, about um, Rick Parker and the others. 
um i really enjoyed the um i th- i think i think the um the budding romance between um oh Gwen Stacy between between Gwen Stacy between Gwen Stacy and Peter Parker mm-hmm. um I think it was a very good one I think the dialogue between the two was better than what we got from um um the Sam Raimi films um yeah, definitely I think that was the best part of the movies was the chemistry yeah. between the two and they even started dating in real life so that's that's why the chemistry is probably so yeah. good all right all right um because I remember yeah. there be, I remember Spider-Man 2 there being a Gwen Stacy. No, no, sorry, Spider Man 3 um, with uh, yeah. Gwen Stacy, but she was just an absolute airhead. Um, that was nothing. That was and, Gwen Stacy. <laughs> yeah, and literally, again, me watching the 90s cartoons and then seeing that Gwen Stacy, I, 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 was, I, I was horrified. I was thinking, mm. no, she's supposed to be super smart. She's supposed mm. to be, like, yeah. Well, yeah in these so, movies, she was even, I mean, considering, I think this mm. version of Peter Parker was probably the smartest out of all of the ones we've had. Mm-hmm. And applied his his intellect in his fights the most. Like against Lizard, yes, he used yeah, the, yeah. the cold and created a, a synthesized like an antidote. And against Electro, kind of like had to adjust his webs to conduct electricity. And mm-hmm. do you know what I mean, so he applied his his scientific knowledge to his fights and stuff. Yeah. Um, but even saying that, I feel like Gwen was even smarter than he was. Do you know yeah. I mean? And she said it in, in the second one where um, she said, yeah, you know, yeah, you were only second in the eighth grade. Yeah. Science yeah. test or whatever. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and there was a dark joke that, that um, my girlfriend said when she goes, ah, oh, now that she's dead, he's number one. I was thinking, you know, <laughs> <laughs> He did it on purpose. Uh, conspiracy, I think. Mm. <laughs> Illuminati confirmed. <laughs> yeah, definitely. yeah. Um, but yeah, I definitely like the dialogue between the two. You could tell that um, again. The, the how they, you know, um, Kate's point love each other was, I think, a lot more natural. Dialogue flowed a lot more between those two than um, it did um, MJ and Peter Parker in the Raimi series. Um, I do like the yeah. To be fair, you know Ben Parker was well. I think for me was a decent Ben Parker. Um, I felt that he put up. Um, I don't want to say he felt like he put more fight as in. Do you know what I mean? Does to say that other Ben Parker, the actor for the other Ben Parker, they do his job. Basically, I think they both portrayed um, um, Uncle Ben very very well. Mm. Um, yeah, so I give Amazing. So actually, I've already given my rating for Amazing Spider Man. Uh, look at my uh, my rating for Sorry, can, you repeat what you, can you repeat what your rating for Amazing Spider-Man was? I think I gave it th- uh, three P's. Okay, fair enough. Um, so Amazing Spider-Man two. Um, wait, hold on. Do you know what? Did everyone else give their ratings for Amazing Spider-Man? Sorry, T. What was your uh, rating? So, I I was one of the people that hated this movie when it first came out. Mm-hmm. I, I like, I, I wanted Spider-Man four. Do you know what I mean? I wanted the Raimi series to continue. Um, they took a lot of the ideas for what was going to be Spider-Man 4 and continued it into this franchise. So having the lizard, obviously Kirk Connors was in the Sam Raimi trilogy, so eventually it was going to lead to him becoming the lizard. Uh, yeah. Um, so at, at the time, I hated it. I, I despised it. But now that time's passed, watching it again, like I said, as an adult, fresh eyes, and it's... it's 
it's not as offensive as I originally <laughs> found it. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, it's still, it's not a great movie. Um, mm. It doesn't, in my opinion, it comes nowhere near the Raimi version, but it's not a bad movie. I, I'd give, I'd give Amazing Spider-Man a half chicken. I think mm. it's good. It entertained me. Um, the acting was, was good for the most part. Um, I think Andrew Garfield, even though he wasn't really nerdy, he was kind of more like, not even a loser, but like, he was just awkward. Do you know what I mean? Awkward, stuttery, the way he spoke. Like, he wasn't... He, he But he seemed cool at the same time. Like, he had the leather jacket and skateboarding and shit. So, I don't know. I didn't. I, I couldn't really read read him that well um but no i i feel like um the the whole thing with his parents was a bit too much sometimes this movie did too much just to be different just, just for the sake of being different mm-hmm. like could as to not to be compared to the raimi one so adding this whole backstory of the parents um <laughs> do you know what i mean like even even when he gets bitten in in the Sam Raimi one, it happens within the first ten minutes. Same way it does in the comics. Essentially, one spider comes down. In this one, they're like, "Huh, what's better than one spider? How about a million spiders? Like a room mm. of spiders?" You know what I mean, it's like they just kept trying to do more or do yeah. things different just for the sake of it being different. It didn't necessarily improve it, or do you know what I mean? It's just to differentiate it from the original uh, trilogy. Um, but no, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it more than I, I thought I would. Um, as stupid as moments as there were, there were some really good moments. Like, Kirk Connors obviously has one arm. There was that moment where he was, like, looking in the mirror. Like, had the window kind of down the center half of him and was looking at the reflection of his hand, and it kind of looked like he had two hands. Like, little moments yeah, like that good. make you feel for yeah. the character, do you know what I mean? So, it, it was better than I remember it being. All right, calm. Stevie? Yeah, totally, totally enjoyed it a lot more than than I recall um, when I first saw it. Um, and I, I think part of that is that whole kind of like um, that kind of leftover when you you're into you know the Spider Man that you knew, you know that you you're used to the Spider Man that you um, you've been watching for three movies, yeah. And then they come along with some fucking pretender. <laughs> do you know what I mean like that? and you're like no it's not my Spider-Man I'm not, not yeah. happy with it and whereas um, you know like going looking seeing it now with fresh eyes I actually really enjoyed it and yeah there are some there are some bits of it that are a little bit like questionable um, but all in all I, I thought it was actually a pretty good like it, it, what's the word sort of an interpretation of of what Spider-Man could be like in another universe. Mm. And I'm, I'm quite thrilled by, like, after having seen Into the Spider-Verse, I love the fact that they've got, like, different versions of Spider-Man. And just the idea that we we could be getting um, Andrew Garfield and um, Tobey Maguire in the next Spider-Man movie really thrills me. Because it is, it's playing around with this kind of all these different versions of Spider-Man, and and they were very different versions of Spider-Man, weren't they? They, they, you know, they were different people. They had different backstories. Um, so it was genuinely, you know, like it wasn't like oh, Spider-Man's 
you know had this same same upbringing same same background it, it it's a different it's a different kind of experience Mm. Um, so yeah, no, I, I had a good time. I'd give this a, like a three piece. Um, it, it's think, not I like it's true the best it. movies in the world, and and certainly this the second movie did let me down um, quite significantly. Um, mm. Where I was, I was, I was, I, w- I watched um, the the first. Well, no, the the first half of the, the second movie, I was quite, you know, I was getting into the whole story about Electro yes. and and everything. Um, but when they just when they brought in, they added that bit on with the introduction of um, the the, go- the Green Goblin, yeah. and I was just like, no, 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 you know, like yeah, that was the stretch this, for me. I really enjoyed it that. Didn't, yeah, and it was just like they didn't need to. They could have ended the movie with Electro and yeah. and, and everything, but then they they couldn't even even like topped Gwen by her getting electrocuted by Electro. But they they decided to introduce the the whole kind of like bit to try and carry on that that universe mm. because without Norman, without um, Harry Osborn going crazy and 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 the whole them trying to have all these other characters that they could they could feed off all these other villains introduced right at the end there they should have just it down as a this is the end of the movie and then if i agree if they wanted to have another movie another villain in in the new movie they could have just introduced it the the other villain they could have done that in the third movie but yeah um yeah the next movie i'm gonna give a quick laugh do you know what? Because I'd heard so many bad things about this movie, I went in with like a, a certain level of expectation of it being absolutely awful. But it weren't... I didn't think it was that bad. Like, I know people complained about, um, you know, too many villains and stuff, but I didn't think it was. I do agree with you guys. They probably could have ended at Electro. But one thing I will say, yeah, I saw that... I, as far as I can remember, yeah, or as far as I can retell... I know Gwen Stacy died in this movie, but I don't think I've actually seen it. And man, was it like, I know it's not like, it's probably not the best way to describe, it, but it was epic, isn't it? Like, you got the whole neck snap, the whole hitting the floor. Like, you go, oh, and I was like, yo, what is, like, it was mad, isn't it? It was, it was very it was arguably It was arguably more graphic than it was in the comics. Because she, in the comics, it was the like whiplash of him catching her with the web that snapped her neck mm. but in this mm. he smacks her head on the floor do you know what I mean listen yeah. I think because in the comment no because in the comments I think it's, wasn't it heavy debated as to whether it was her snapping her, her, her neck or her head hitting the floor because I think that's exactly what the captain in this one no no in, in, in what the debate was was whether or not Spider-Man's web actually killed her with the neck snap or if she was already dead if if Goblin had killed her, and the something mm. like the shock from the fall or had already killed her before the next snap. That's what yeah. the debate was because she she wasn't she was like falling off the um, the bridge that Spider Man fights Green Goblin on in the first Raimi movie. Yeah, and yeah. he throws Mary Jane off the bridge. That was what the setup was in the comics. Obviously, mm. they'd taken mm. it for them with Mary Jane. So in this, they had to slightly alter it and made it a clock tower, but. Um, yeah, in this one, the the whole thing is just he doesn't really get her in time. Like, I like the whole thing of him shooting the web 
and the web kind of even almost looks like a hand reaching out yeah, to her. Do you know cool. what I mean? That was cool. I really, I, I, I saw that as well. Yeah, that was cool. So was awesome. the way it was handled, I thought was really good. And again, I again, Spider-Man 2, Amazing Spider-Man 2, I hated when it first came out. But on the rewatch, I didn't mind it as much. Like it, it, There were stupid points. But again, same with like Spider-Man 3, all the stupid points in my head, I just remember the whole film being like that. <laughs> yeah. But they were quite, they were quite like, when they did happen, they was quick. There was only a few of them. Do you know what I mean? I feel like there was a lot of good stuff in this movie, like that whole Gwen Stacy death scene, just the whole interaction with them in general and, and the chemistry between actors and the whole idea that Gwen could be moving to England and mm-hmm. Peter was even going to go with her. And if they just left, she'd still be alive. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And they'd be living happily. That yeah. makes it even more tragic. Do you know what I mean? So... I feel like that aspect of it was handled well. It was the villains that let this movie down. Like once Electro was Electro, I don't feel like like he was still stupid. Like his motivations, like basically being a Spider-Man stalker and mm. like upset upset that he didn't remember his birthday or some shit. I don't know, but like his motivations were dumb and the character was dumb. Mm. But mm. visually and like the amount of damage he causes, like that that showdown in Times Square. Mm. where he just lets out like a blast of electricity and all the the billboards are falling down and like it's epic you know what i mean and yeah spider-man puts him down like with this with a fire hose and he's, he's wearing the 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 fireman that hat. was cool i love that that was, cool, that. Like, that was quite cheeky yeah. almost wasn't it it was it was the cheeky um quirky like uh gawky part of spider-man yeah. that, and again i like that part. they did that a couple of times yeah. in this where like they'd have him in his spider suit, but then have clothes on top of that. Like when he was in the shop and he had the flu and he had like his yeah. Spider-Man mask and suit on, but he had a hat and scarf. All of that stuff, like it just makes it seem more comic booky. Do you know what I mean? I yeah. don't know. But um, yeah, so I, I feel like the villains let this film down. Like like you said, the Electro thing, he was the main villain. Green Goblin was kind of just added on in the end, even though I feel like Harry... I, I kind of felt for him in this movie more than I did in the Raimi ones. Like the way his dad treated him, the way he got set up and like kicked out of his company and like, and he wasn't a bad guy. Do you know what I mean? Like when he found out what was happening in Ravencroft, which again was a good addition, like to have, that's basically like Spider-Man's Arkham Asylum. Yeah. Um, but when he found out what was going on and how they was like torturing people or whatever, experimenting people, he was pissed in it. He was like, that's people in there. Like you can't do that to them. Like, Harry was a good guy, mm. but this disease and this desperation to just not die, do you know what I mean? And he was asking Spider-Man for help, which I get why Spider-Man wouldn't give him his blood, but he felt betrayed. And then finally, when he found out that it was Peter Parker that was Spider-Man this whole time, mm. it's meant to be his best friend, that was like the final nail in the coffin. So he's like, fuck mm. it. Like, fuck you, fuck it. I'm a villain now. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm the Green Goblin. So... That wasn't about Rhino. Rhino doesn't count. He wasn't in this film. I don't even <laughs> uh, acknowledge him. Oh, that was. Nah, I don't that even was a fucking fail. That was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. 100%. I, I did and, kind and of I'm get glad, what they were trying I'm to do, though. Huh? I did get what they were trying to do in terms of like not having a guy in a rhinoceros suit and having like a suit of armor. Mm. It just wasn't executed the best, and that wasn't the best way to introduce him either. No, it was stupid. And, and, and just to and, show and, and how much Tony can white people control their kids like what was that kid just coming out like what was he thinking 
Like what was it? What, what, what was he honestly like? Rip. Mm. Uh, the way the way if that had been me as a child, yeah, some slipper would have just come dash out and lit me in the back of my head. Like what? I would even have the guts to come and do that bullshit. Are you crazy? Yeah. What, would you, what would your mum do? Fam, beat <laughs> me, beat me in public. I wouldn't even be in that situation. <laughs> we, I wouldn't have the chance to do that. That's what I'm like, saying. The moment, the moment well, sign kicks down, yeah, my mum's like, my mum would be like, nah, there's rhino people here. Like, we're leaving. Like, we're not standing here and watching Spider-Man fight rhino. Like, exactly. we're leaving. Like, it's, no. it's, it's home time. It was home time 10 minutes ago. Yeah. Um, all right. So, for me, this one, this one's a bit of a mix for me. I think I'll give you a half, um, half chicken. Spider-Man, uh, it makes Spider-Man 2 a half chicken. Um, for me, I think it was... I saw what it has to do with the, with the relationship between um, Peter Parker and Harry, but it didn't have the same effect on me um, that that um, it did in um, the, the Sam Raimi ones because those ones, I actually felt a connection between Harry and Peter Parker because those two have been together since the first film. But this one just felt like Harry was introduced to introduce the Green Goblin. <laughs> Mm. Mm. they tried to they so, tried to explain it away by saying they did. Harry was sent to boarding school when he was 11 yeah which again I agree with you it doesn't it, it takes away from the relationship they have yeah but in terms of just his character it like added a level of an extra level of sympathy for him I mm. agree I agree because the way I watched it, I did think to myself he's actually a tragic villain because he had mm. his company they didn't like the way I was running it they got rid of him um so yeah, I definitely, I definitely felt for him there as well. Um, <laughs> again, I think the two Harrys. <laughs> Who's got COVID in the background the there? T is that the missus? Uh, is that the missus that's got COVID in the background? Yeah, <laughs> you got a cough. Yeah, COVID. I get better soon, man. I'll, go, I'm go, gonna, I'll go, go, if she has COVID, I'm gonna get it and come give it to you. Go, 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 make, go, go make her some lem sip and some sweet honey tea, bro. <laughs> go 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 be go be a husband. Yeah, go be a husband. <laughs> Listen, I, stop talking about fucking Spider Man then, and I can go live my life and talk about and, and be a husband and father. <laughs> fucking waste my time here with you nerds talking about this shit. I got life to live out here. Come on, guys. Alright, so is there? I, I'm done with this movie. Like I said, I I avoided this movie for what like seven years, and I finally broke. Um, so yeah. I will never watch yeah. these movies ever again, like ever. <laughs> Even like in ten years' time, you like you guys say, "Oh yeah, let's do another Spider-Man." I'm like, nope, not like I'll, <laughs> I'll watch the Tobey Maguire ones. Uh, see how see how Marvel are smart though. See how Marvel have made you watch a film oh, yeah, that, that that you had no interest <laughs> in watching. No, no interested. I had I had done so well. I was I, it was one of those, like I just started to get proud that I'd never seen this movie, and then <laughs> I watched it. I was like, oh god damn it. Yeah, you felt like everyone. Yeah. All I'm saying is, yeah, I'm glad that Marvel took over the control of Spider-Man because if we had to get a sequel to this and oh, get this gosh. stupid Sinister Six that they were trying to set up mm. with their basement of villain origins, like, yeah, come grab a grab an octopus tentacle or grab a vulture wings, like whatever you want, man. We've got it all. Like, yeah. it's taken away from each villain. Like, they're meant to be individuals 
who come together because individually they lose the Spider-Man, but together they outnumber him and yeah. can overpower him. Yeah. So the way the way they were setting it up, in my opinion, was dumb. Like, and and it was worse than than what they ended up with because in an extended version of that scene in the basement, you see some venom. Uh, you see like a symbiote, a venom symbiote. No. You see like more stuff. Um, even what you said ace about his parents and how dumb it was having to them there's a deleted scene where at the end when he's at um gwen stacy's funeral his parents turn up and then everyone else leaves and he's just there on his own his dad turns up oh i would have hated that i would have given it bones straight away (laughs) that would have got bones oh my gosh that's awful it would have been so dumb because at least like as much as they added this backstory they should have still been dead. Like, how did he survive the plane crash? Like, that's yeah. probably why they deleted it. But yeah, it could have been. It could have been even worse. Oh gosh. Well, like I said, mm. thankfully I will never have to watch this again. Uh, I, we're gonna quickly talk about He Man because I don't really have a lot to say. Uh, I know T, you like this second part to he, of He Man uh, more than the first. Uh, mm. I didn't really like it at all. I, I'll give us a quarter chicken. Um, the CGI version, or whatever the the three D animation, whatever one that this more aimed at kids, is definitely much better than both of these seasons. Uh, I'm gonna let you uh, actually. Let's go with Martin first. Martin, did you get around to watch E Man? Yeah, I watched it. Um, I thought it was decent. Mm. I thought it was decent. Um, I really like the fact that um, um, is it evil? Is it Evelyn? Evelyn. 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 Yeah, um, I do like the fact that she's actually done with the guys. I think she's done with both He Man and um, well Skeletal, um, because obviously we get a bit of a backstory into um, how she even came to work with um, or work under Skeletal um, when she got the power as well. How she was building it, what she thought of the universe, etc. So I think actually us understanding the villains more was actually a pretty uh was actually pretty interesting um i enjoyed that i died other aspects i definitely enjoyed um i like that he-man was actually in it a bit more because in the previous seasons he was hardly ever in it mm-hmm. um yeah and also the choices that um each individual person had to make towards the end. I thought was was pretty cool to see. I say each individual person, but I mean just um, is it a, a Tila? Um, yeah. So I'll give you um uh, uh half half chicken. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. First of all, I was just gonna had to a point that you said Martin about um, Tila having to make a choice at the end and I don't think she did and I think it it slightly let the show down in the finale where because she had to give up all her like connections to people and any type of life she might have to be the the sorceress which meant she would have had to stay in Castle Grayskull she'd have to stay there Mm. she can't leave that's the whole point is that the sorceress is in the castle and then she gives and then they go out and fight for her. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So now that Tila's the sorceress and that was set up, like it was like you're gonna have to give up all your your family and stuff. And then 
she just like she became a sorceress and she was like no, actually just not going to stay here yeah. like <laughs> and so it's like so this whole time this this whole time was that a self-imposed rule like was the last sorceress just lazy <laughs> and was just like uh, she, was no, it, it, I, I, she just didn't want to do it she's like no i, I took it as um, Adam, you- i took it as a, just a greater understanding like tila tila understood that actually she she didn't have to protect the power. She could actually use it, and it was okay. Mm, as for it was a bit of a cop out, to be honest. I, I, I thought her sacrificing everything would have been more impactful, like emotional kind of ends. I don't know. I felt like it was a bit of a cop out. Yeah, yeah. I, I also think that, like, again, I know people are going to complain about this. Um, because of the whole like what's it called feminist agenda girl power kind of thing because um they continued it like in the in part one it was really clear and um like he-man wasn't even in the show in this one adam was in the show he-man still wasn't really as much Mm. um but they they kind of made up for it like that whole savage he-man shit was fucking epic like that alone in my opinion made up for for the lack of He-Man in the first part. Like this, this whole second part I thought was much better. Uh, it was action-packed. Every episode was action-packed. The five episodes flew by. Mm. Like I forgot that it was only five episodes in part one as well because it felt mm. like it was so long and it felt like a lot more happened like in terms of the time frame. whereas this, it seemed like it could have been like a couple of days, if that. Yeah. Um, but no, I like, I like just having Skeletor in it for the majority for the whole of this this series was made it much better and having obviously mark camel voice him had a bit of a joke he did a bloody good joke a big bloody good job of, of voicing skeletor didn't he yeah, I mean, really did. there was aspects of joker in it at times but yeah I, it was still yeah. good uh and it was classic skeletor like he bitched out every chance he could like when he was when when he was winning the fight he was cocky and and everything and as soon as the his opponent had the upper hand he would bitch and beg for his life and plead <laughs> like that's classic skeletal like we love that shit you reckon freezer is based off of skeletal <laughs> oh 100 <laughs> percent. i think a lot of villains are, are based off skeletal like in that aspect do you know what i mean like mm. like um when when he got the power and he was all gassed as soon as as Adam was like, actually, I don't even need the sword. Like, I could just do it. And then yeah. became savage He-Man. Skeletal bitched out. Like, even with the power, like, he was running away. And he was like, he just didn't understand. He was shook. When when Evelyn got the power, he was like, oh, spare me. Please don't kill me. And all this, like, he was shook. Like, it, was, it was funny, man. It was classic, classic stuff. Um, I don't know if well, you guys... Well, by the bit end, with, um, with the mother motherboard... Um, uh, character. Oh, that ending bit. I was like, holy crap, it's mm. not over yet. There's yeah. another e- bigger, better person, and she's female. <laughs> exactly. Girl power. Girl I'm, power. I'm interested man. to see what they do with the mother whole mother boxing there. Mm. Yeah, it would be interesting to see if this show gets greenlit to continue, to be honest. <laughs> like, mm. I've had such a negative response, um, and the backlash has been crazy. Um, and again, like it's, it's a, a lot of people thinking that this is some 
um, like girl power, female feminist agenda kind of thing, and I can see it, but it didn't bother me. Like I don't see the problem with like making Tila the sorceress and Evelyn get the power and like the 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 final fight at the end like to save the universe was between Tila and Evil Lynn yeah. the fight between Skeletor and He-Man was just some personal background. like shit do you know what I mean in the background like it didn't matter so I can see why people would think that especially like proper fans of the original they, they've come for He-Man and Skeletor do you know what I mean they don't come for Evil Lynn and Tila but um, I'm was never the biggest He-Man fan, so this is kind of new to me anyway. Uh, I, I liked it. I liked this part too much, but I actually might even give it a free piece. Do you know what I mean? Just like Savage Savage He-Man alone fucking gets a whole piece. Like, adds a whole piece yeah, to the just for him. Um, and then having Skeletor with the power, like, adds another piece. So we're already at a half chicken. Oh, just my name just 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 popped it to my head. He man yeah. did a freaking Goku. Think about it. He had he had um Skeletor on the ropes A side. Actually no, not even on the ropes, but Skeletor had no power. I was like, mm. you know what? I'm gonna give you uh, the power as well to uh, help me yeah. out. I'm like, you don't even need him. What are you doing? Yeah, Goku. Yeah, that was dumb. It's and true. He's gonna stab you in the back, and guess what? He tried to do stabbing yeah, him in the back. In the back. Oh, <laughs> Honestly, of course. I was like, I was like, this bitch doesn't learn. Like, oh, Skeletor, honestly. I was like, of course, of course, he's not going to just uh, be quiet and play second fiddle to He-Man. Of course, he's going to try to snake him. Hmm. Never, never change the spots, and he's one of them. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. One thing I thought was fucking hilarious in this series, yeah, was when um, Skeletor has the power and Evelyn is, like, researching how to get someone to unwillingly relinquish the power mm -hmm. because obviously he saw she was watching and saw when the savage he-man um when his dad hugged him it obviously brought him out of the the thing in it yeah so she was like hmm show me any other instances of the power being relinquished unwillingly and then later on you don't really see any any of our research further, but later on, He Man, sit, um, Skeletor sitting on his throne, he's got the power, he's got the sword. She comes up to this him, this makes me and maybe laugh. <laughs> basically, offers him booty. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. he sits yeah. on his lap and everything, like, <laughs> straddles him. And fucking Skeletor's like, hmm, okay, like, yeah, gives up the power. And then she snakes him straight away. I just thought it was so funny that, like, that was hilarious. I just thought it was so funny that that's how she took the power from him. But it made me think, like, either she came up with that herself, or that happened to He Man in the past. Someone made He Man <laughs> horny once, and he was like, "Okay, let's fuck this power." <laughs> um, but no, I thought that was funny, and like lots of lots of things kept happening that I was like it's dumb like people are making such a big deal out of something that turns out to be nothing like yeah. the whole sorceress having that um the rule that she can't leave the castle and then Tila just instantly leaves the castle like it's not even like it doesn't even make sense mm -hmm. and then at the end um when um Orca I forgot Orca even died oh, in the first yeah. Orca comes oh. back a he's overpowered like he's so like mm -hmm. powerful it's crazy but in the end Jeez, when, when the they're <laughs> when they're sending all the um 
the souls back to like the afterlife or whatever and orc is like okay guys i've got to go like I, I, it has to be this way and everyone's like crying and saying goodbye and then evelyn just grabs him and is like nah like <laughs> just, no, stay, no, no, just stay i'm like yeah. is that it that's what you had to do <laughs> Literally, everyone was just everyone was about <laughs> to stand there and do nothing and just watch him leave and go back to the afterlife and all she had to do was just grab him and be like, "No, nah, just, just stay. Might as well stay." Uh, I thought it was a bit funny, man. Um, you know, did you guys notice how many um, MCU references were in this series? Yeah. Yeah. They kept doing things like Kevin Smith obviously made this show. He's obviously a big fan of, of Marvel, but like the whole concept of the Savage He Man, anyway, is basically Hulk. Hulk. Yeah. Um, the idea of having the sword isn't the actual thing that gives him the power. It's just a conduit. That is obviously from Ragnarok. That's Thor mm-hmm. and his hammer. Um, there was a scene where like, um, when Doctor, when, when Skeletor and He-Man both had the power and he was fighting Evelyn, Skeletor was like opening up portals and He-Man was like jumping through them and, and do you know what I mean? In the same way that Doctor Strange and Spider-Man did against Thanos. Yeah. Um, there's the whole bit when when Adam finally gets the sword back and becomes him like proper human. Um, Orca shouts out, "Oh, you guys are in trouble now!" Basically, the same way in Infinity War when Thor entered the battlefield, Bruce Banner shouted out the same thing. So I was like, "That's basically taken from that." And even that, the um, I don't even know what her name is, black lesbian character. Um, (laughs) (laughs) When she did some like Iron Man laser spin move. Oh yeah, that one was directly from um, Iron Man 2. I think it was, yeah. But yeah, that stuff kept happening. I was like, okay, Kevin, like calm down. We get it. You don't know, Kevin, like we get it. You like Marvel. Mm. Um, but no, I, I liked it. Um, I've got a couple of things here and then I'm done. Um, but like I said about this whole female power thing, yeah, I feel like in this half of the season, even though we had Adam and Skeletor, they were representing men like quite in a bad way, like in a bad light. Like men, if you look at how Skeletor gave up the power, it's showing men to be easily manipulated yeah. like, by sex. Um, when, we're, when we don't have the upper hand like men they're just weak cowards that run when they do have the power they're abusive um or even if you look at the savage he-man it's just like mindless aggression kind of like a metaphor for toxic masculinity Mm -hmm. um and even in the end when you had the final fight the men resolve their problems with fists like with fighting and swords even though it's like a personal thing it's pride that they're fighting for whereas the women they were fighting for the fate of the universe and um, they they resolved their problems with words in the end and emotions, and neither of them ended up fighting. Do you know what I mean? And both of them, like Evelyn, got redeemed. And do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. yeah. So okay. I I can get where people might come with that, but I just think like it made for a good story. I don't mind it. I feel like it was true to the character. Like when Adam is not He Man. He's, he's just a little bitch. You know what I mean? Like, he, he needs to run. Like, there's nothing he can do. But, um, yeah, so I can see that being, like, a reason why some of these keyboard bashers in their basements might decide that they don't like this show. But for me, it was good. I, like I said, I give it a free piece. I much enjoyed this second part better than the first part. Calm. 
Calm. Anything else anyone wants to say? If not, we'll call it a night. I, I is good. Stevie? Love that. Have a good night. Alright, <laughs> so that brings us to the end of the episode. Um, we are having our Bloods little road trip next week and we're going to be recording Spider-Man. Whew. Can't wait to see you guys in person. Can't wait to mm. eat some good food. Have a few drinks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah it's going to be a, a fun time. But yeah, you guys will hopefully have to tune in next week and we're going to try and maybe do our Spider-Man review like on the Thursday and get it out first before everyone else. Um, but that all depends on everyone's availability. Um, but yeah, so that's the end of the episode. Without further ado, Stevie, say bye to the people. Bye, people. Mine, say bye to the people. Bye, everyone. Catch you next time. Big T, say bye to the people. Bye to the people. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye now.